It's Tuesday night. It's 9.05. Uh, thanks for staying tuned after the end of Night of the Leapus on the Superstation. It's time for What's on Joe Mind. We'll be back with you right after you get done watching our kick-ass theme song. And am I cutting this a little short tonight? Yes, I am. We got a lot to cover. We'll be right back. It's Tuesday night. It's 9.05 p.m. Here, oh time uh, for your favorite, your GI, your your favorite G.I. Joe podcast, favorite G.I. Joe podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, joining me here in the top row, he's the former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand, and way too many of you folks have forgotten that, but it's the hot show, Mark Weber. And we ain't got no time for jibba-jabba. Good to be here. Right. We didn't even book a fourth host tonight because there wouldn't have been any time for him to talk. And uh, I mean, it's so bad. It we got so much stuff tonight. We're even getting rid of rack time, Rob. That's, That's how much stuff it. there's no time for him to talk. Like I'm not. It's a bad horror movie. I know I'm next. <laughs> no, rack time, Rob is here. Uh, we gotta. We can't just have the two of us. People tune out in droves. Uh, besides, uh, as I said on uh, on on articulated Chad's live stream last week, I am only the fourth most popular host of what's on Joe Mind. So I gotta I gotta bring some other folks in to boost up those numbers. Uh, but he is a man without a show. Our comic book expert, Racktime Rob. Hello. Yeah, selling my <laughs> kidneys for Yojo June. Well, good luck. This, this, this <laughs> just in: Miss Marvel killed Spider-Man. Spoiler. I'm I'm gonna liquor those things up to the point where they are unusable. So good luck with that. You have a good time. But uh, as we said, it's it is the week before uh, Joe Fest and any number and we're. We're getting into that real busy part of the calendar that we've been advertising for you the last few weeks. Uh, there's lots of reveals. There's there's lots of uh, events. Man, what a night! We're gonna we're we're even gonna try and push forward so that you folks have some a chance to ask us some questions towards the end of the show. Uh, so we gotta we're, we're gonna as Mark said we're gonna cut out the jibba jabba tonight, and we're just gonna roll right into our friends, our our favorite uh, psychedelic intros for community calendar. If you've got a show that you want us to plug here on the calendar, uh, send it to that email address, what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. And uh, you get it to me before Monday, I, I promise you we'll do our best to get it in here. Anytime after Monday, it's kind of a 50-50 yeah. prospect. Yeah. Mm. I, I need a little bit of time for prep on this stuff. But uh, first up, hey, we made mention of, of it already. This weekend is Joe Fest, also better known as the Augusta Toy and Comic Convention. Uh, Larry Hama's going to be there. Other guests include Brian Atkins, Robert Atkins, Chad Bowers, Lisa Raggio, Adam Riches, Sarah DeSlaughter, Keone Young, 
uh, our good friend Hooded Cobra Commander 788, and many more of our favorite guest vendors and toy makers. Uh, Skeletron's going to be there. Uh, Carson's going to be there for Operation Recall. Troy's going to be there with his bunch for uh, for for uh, Longbow. Longbow. I, I, the whole the whole uh, it's like a cavalcade of what's on Joe Mind guest stars. Mm-hmm. I, I like that you say Skeletron, and it sounds like a person. Right. Like some guy walking around giving a robotic, yeah, all weekend. <laughs> In fact, if, I mean, if somebody sends me video uh, of introducing Joe Fest as the cavalcade of what's on Joe Mind co-stars, I promise you that'll get on the program. Somebody said, you send me video, that's going to happen. I like it. Michael Kleppinger, Chonk Fest 2023. That's Ooh, damn right. That's right. Chonk Fest. The most desired show exclusive since... Right, since since, uh, since Fun Pub closed up the doors, since Zorana, maybe I don't know. Right, what was what was uh, again? Now I'm getting off topic because we got to hurry. What was the best Joe exclusive that people were dying for? Because I, I know what my favorites were. I and I think the I, I think it's a popular one in general. Uh, I think that October Guard set a few years back really got everybody's mouths watering. Yeah, yeah, best concept that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe not even my favorite concept because that is, of course, identical Dreadnought cousins. Yeah, <laughs> but but the the, be- the beachhead homage set. Right. I mean, yeah. look, look, that's just icing on the cake. Something as dopey as identical Dreadnought cousins. <laughs> ah, that's a, that's so bad. It's great. Just the good old boys. Right. <laughs> right. But but you know, objectively speaking, October Guard. You know, yeah. in their 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 first generation look goodness. Yeah, that was, uh, that's probably the best con exclusive. I yeah, can. through the through the roof. Uh, Torpedo Mike has a vote for Roddy Piper. Mm. The funny thing about Piper, well, not funny, but the Piper one was awesome. But the fact that Roddy passed a few years later kind of shot right. it through the stratosphere, right? So. Right. Rachel Salinas has a vote for Chrome Cobra Mortal. Uh, Walter McLeod checking in with Drive Into Danger and Last Man Standing. Well, and I wasn't I wasn't necessarily meaning only Joe Con. I'm talking about, you know, the Hasbro San Diego Comic Con stuff too. Because when I was working there, even if I wasn't on Joe, I knew I would always be able to get those. So as a collector, I didn't really have a, a sense of the buzz for them. But I know they always felt that the single carded Joe figures always did really, really well. Yeah, I, I mean those San Diego ones were were no joke either because they took mainline characters and and presented them as exclusives. Like that was the only way you could get Jinx. Yeah, that was the only way you could get Zorana. Uh, it was the only way you could get Sergeant Slaughter. And I understood it with Slaughter because they had a very short window that they could operate in. Yeah, but but Jinx mm-hmm. and Zorana putting making them San Diego con exclusives was a huge mistake. I could see that. That wasn't and, me. Yeah, no, that was before you. Uh, none of those at Joe Fest. It's not official. Oh, kid sighting. Everybody take a shot. That's right. That's uh, Elizabeth Weber, the star of BCA's uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang this weekend. Pretty exciting. Written by Sir Ian Fl- That's right. And if you watch the movie real cl- I was watching the movie and I wasn't really into it. And then like a nothing character walks by and I'm like, God damn, that's cute. And sure enough, it was. And then the bad, the bad, the bad guy shows up as Gert Frobe, better known as Goldfinger. 
and then they and then the kids show up you know needing help in the in the enemy territory of Bulgaria and the toy maker takes them in to help them and the toy maker is goddamn Betty Hill and I'm like, oh no, there's going to be girls in bikinis running around here any second. Yakety sacks on the side. You're saying that like it's an oh no moment. Come on. <laughs> in front of the kids, right? I'm not doing anything for Betty Hill. Look, everything's moving way too fast for it to be even the least bit sexual, okay? So- <laughs> That's true. I, I do like that we started with we're going to move quick and now I have us on Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and Betty Hill. And Betty Hill. <laughs> I, I apologize. <laughs> I don't even have I don't even have a famous sax line to play for anybody anymore, but that's probably for the best too. You've got oh, that's right because it's banned. I took it off. It makes sense. I, that, look, that, look, that was on me. Mm-hmm. It was on me. I shouldn't have done that. It's pretty much the Guardian scene with Groot and the button. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, it's, yeah. you ran a show. It was an hour and twelve minutes long, and somehow managed to get a copyright strike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about ten percent of it was uh, was uh, it was, uh, whisper sack. was yeah. wham, yeah. <laughs> Make it big, right? You know, we we Brian and I yesterday did an hour and twenty minutes of live reaction, but you only got an hour and twelve with a guest. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. But we had one hundred and twenty people on that live stream, so there there was it would have been dumb to cut off early. Yeah, I get it. Anyways, anyways. Next up, we could, we're going to talk more about uh, Joe Fest in a little bit, so don't don't worry. But we're not selling anybody. <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna Joe Fest your eyes out. So, oh my! Uh, next up, uh, same weekend as the Maryland Toy Expo. That's on June 10th uh, at the Maryland State Fairgrounds in Timonium. Uh, Joe fans will get to see Lauren Lester, the voice of Barbecue. General admission just ten dollars. VIP is fifteen. Kids ten and under are free, provided there's three or fewer kids. And parking, of course, is free. Uh, tickets. I once, I once took some Timonium MD for some gastric distress. <laughs> I am so glad that I stopped for that. MarylandToyExpo.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that concludes our Batman the Animated Series portion of the program. Yeah. Right? Jesus. We do have to work in Freakazoid, though. Oh. We'll get there. Let, let it happen, okay? Let it happen. There's one G.I. Joe show out there that's going to make a Freakazoid reference. This is that freaking show. Welcome. Welcome home, everyone. You are you are home. Oh. Stopping for Rob's bad line. I really have a headache from that. I really just... <laughs> he's, uh... Hey, you're related, man. There's a genetic tie there. So. Next up, Robo Toy Fest. That is happening this weekend as well. Uh, that is at the Pasadena Convention Center in Pasadena, California. That's on Sunday, June 11th. Uh, VIP, $30 at the door, which might be what you're you're getting at this point. That does include the cost of an exclusive pin. Uh, general admission is $20 at the door. Uh, they've got a little bit less if you order it in advance on the website. I don't know if that's still a possibility. So uh, guests there, uh, you, see, you can see Jamie Sullivan in the picture. Uh, he's our boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry Houston will be there. Uh, John Machida Jr., you know, the, the real fast-talking guy from Transformers and those Federal Express commercials. Uh, he'll be on hand. Many, many more guests. It's a, a big comic show. Uh, you can get more information there, robotoyfest.com. Uh, f- parking, I believe, is free. Famous statue. Phil never got back to me, so good job, Phil. 
I, I think they have a copy of Rodan's The Thinker. I mean, it's Pasadena, right? Got to be some UCLA guys out there, right? Yeah, Maybe yeah. Kareem? I don't know. That would be a good statue to have. It would be a Lou Alcindor. That's true. Ed O'Bannon, perhaps? <laughs> Tyus Edney? Bill Walton? Troy, Troy Aikman? <laughs> Look, Ed O'Bannon was one of the greatest college basketball players ever, but somehow the statue of him is hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> Cade McNown, perhaps. <laughs> oh, but uh, oh, Phil says parking is not free. Sorry. Well, thanks for that, Phil. And then I'm not going. You're gonna bring us some bad news, and then on top of that, not tell me statue information. So you think good, I, you Phil. think I'm gonna take the 95 to the 405 to Hacienda Heights and take it all the way up and pay for parking? Well, no, because it's gonna be jammed. It's gonna be jammed. I'll never get there. Okay. I'm going to go to the Mint Festival instead. <laughs> and I believe that gets our, contractually speaking, I believe that means, uh, that means that. Uh, Check that off right there. Yeah, that is right. That is done now. We now have, we have made a Freakazoid reference. So there we go. And we, we got our Californians line in. So. Right. Thank you, Dustin Jeffrey. Welcome to the show. As we, as I make obscure references in front of poor Jamie Sullivan's picture, we're sorry, Jamie. Man, that was a good mint. We love Jamie Sullivan. Yeah, absolutely. One of the best artists and one of the best guys. One of these days, we'll have to get him on the old program. Absolutely. Padres fan, though, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, long ear. We got bragging rights. I think it's about fifteen dollars to park underneath the center, but there's also an ice rink. Well, okay then. See, Diana Davis knows how to hedge bad news with good news. Yeah. And you know what I got to say to Padres fans? Ah, oh, that's ball three from Langston. <laughs> deep, deep cut. Sorry. <laughs> $15 to park, but, but yeah. there's ice rink so you can watch children fall. And we yeah, know where the way, and we know where the next pitch went. <laughs> right. And by the way, a retro spoiler, it was totally a strike. It was a hundred percent a strike. <laughs> no harm in admitting it now. Nope. We know the next pitch was a strike. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, it was. Technically speaking, yes. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh next week on the 17th, I believe that is Saturday, uh, the Toy Hio Toy Show at the Metroplex Expo Center. Can you get Metroplex that day at the Metroplex Expo Center? Maybe check it out. The one I made, the good one. Uh, but that is from 11 to 4. General admission, $5. VIP gets you in an hour early, and that is $10. Uh, I say, I recommend if you're going to look for a Metroplex, you get that VIP ticket. Uh, uh, ticket information at toyhiotoyshow.weebly.com. Uh, no, no transformers in that logo either. So I don't know. Mm. I, I think you'd think they'd be trying to lean into that one, right? You would think that it would have, it would be better than Lion-O, right? I can, you can argue the rest, but Lion-O, come on. Uh, Redhead, cheap, I guess. Cheapest big spender. The good comment here. Uh, there's free parking everywhere, but sometimes the cops will move it to a more secure area. <laughs> it seems legit. <laughs> oh. Oh, goodness. Uh, Phil got the Metroplex mark made at San Diego Comic-Con. It was missing two wheels. Uh-huh. 
serves that hap Bill. Ha happens a lot in California, right? <laughs> you come to your ride, there's two wheels missing. It's up on blocks. So they probably got your catalytic converter too. Mm-hmm. Mm. Horrible. As we start bagging California for reasons I don't quite understand, but sure. Uh, just saying. <laughs> there is actually a very large problem with catalytic converter theft. Seeing mechanic, yes. mechanics, yes. mechanical things up on blocks with missing wheels ain't that rare. I'm just right. saying. Either it's it's wheels and catalytic converters in the southern part of the state, or it's windows getting smashed in the northern part of the state. Long story short, bring a rental to California. Yeah. Next up, uh, Dallas and Fort Worth G.I. Joe Collectors Club is proud to present the DFW G.I. Joe and Action Figure Show 2023. That is on Saturday, June 24th. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff going down here. This is probably the largest G.I. Joe-specific show in the U.S. at this point. Certainly the longest running. Um, but that is all going down Saturday, June 24th. You can get all of the details on their Facebook page. That is where I have lifted this fine graphic from. You can see the Facebook logo up there by my head in the corner. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's right there for you, kids. Uh, but check that out. I, I do not have ticket information for you on this one just yet because I didn't have time to look for it this week. Sorry. They know Scarlet's right-handed. Good for them. All right. Uh, why is He-Man stabbing Kirk? Because He-Man's a dick. That's Kirk That's made a pass at his mom. I read that completely the wrong way and thought, what is man stabbing? Is that a thing? <laughs> well, Mark, I mean, if we have to tell you at this point. I don't think I want to know. I'm, yeah. I'm good. I made it 49 years without knowing. So, I mean, Jesus, Mark, you have two kids. Come on now. I suppose that's true. There was a guy at work who was getting married next year, and they said, "What? Well, somebody's like 24. They said, why the rush? He said, I want to have kids. I said, I got two kids. <laughs> Maybe we can work something out, man. <laughs> the yeah. to get to the Grapevine Texas show. That's his first. That's his Joe Fest this year. And honestly, it's probably a better Joe Fest than Joe Fest. Because it's, I mean, it's the, it's the biggest G.I. Joe show in America. Shots fired. Yeah, see, Diana, Diana's with me on that one. You know what man stabbing is. Just saying. You got kids. It's been a while. I could put a little star on that comment. Right. There we go. There we go. Start it up. How do you star a comment? I didn't even know. It's got a little empty star next to it, and I don't I don't know what that does. Oh, I, I can star important comments, so I remember to discuss them during the show. Oh. Oh, wow. All right. I mean, we are, I guess we already discussed that, so I don't need to star it anymore, but sure. Okay. Is there any way we can pre-star comments from the Magnificent Seven? Mm -hmm. Define monthly contributors? Mm -hmm. Just saying. Uh, Torpedo Mike calling for me to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, already, I'm already behind on my t-shirt designs. I got a couple of them started that I have to finish yet, including one for Cobra Convergence 7th, or Cobra Convergence 7th, Cobra Convergence 7. Hey! Take three. I think so. We want to move it along. We can't be saying things in triplicate. Right. Uh, because I know we're going to make an easy eight bucks off of Matt Rubin. We're breaking him one t-shirt at a time. I know. It's bad enough what Hasbro's doing all the Joe stuff this month. Right. Wait till we get our man-stabbing fan shirt. It's going to be great. I mean, I've been resorted to selling someone else's Damaged kidneys. No. <laughs> Down the hatch. 
We could make some advertising uh, money by selling space on Rob's ceiling tonight, <laughs> right? There's a lot of room up there. Oh, there we go. All right. Get the old uh... so something for the roaches to crawl across. What was the old boxing one? GoldenPalace.com or something, right? Get yeah. I hope that's not a terrible website I just mentioned, but whatever. Right. I, who knows anymore? Who's right? Has anybody been to that website in 20 years? I Probably don't know. not. Probably not. So anyways, that is Saturday, June 24th. That is two weeks from Saturday. And then, of course, that same weekend, it's back on the calendar, ladies and germs. It's the New England G.I. Joe show, live from Tewksbury, Massachusetts. Uh, that's from 10 to 2, 5 bucks a person. Kids 12 and under are free. Uh, early bird preview is available if you, you can get in the door at 8 a.m. Uh, for 20 bucks. And that is more in more details available negijoshow.wixsite.com slash my site not your site my site so uh mark you making the trip up to tewksbury i mean it depends i, I just kind of devoted 300 bucks of upcoming funds to a certain thing so yeah. <laughs> the discretionary well, funds took a hit uh but yeah, you never know tewksbury is lovely this time of year by the way it hailed in new england today on my way home from work nice and I wore a parka on the sideline for my daughter's soccer game on Sunday, on June 4th. Wow. I don't know, Mark. Kind of sounds like you're a wuss. Get yeah, because June 4th here was like 90 degrees. Yeah, cover your ears, kids. Get your shit together, New England. God. That's fair. That's fair. But the th you got to, as a, as a man in your mid-40s, you got to wear the parka with shorts on. <laughs> I don't think I qualify for mid forties anymore. I'm in my barely forties and <laughs> <laughs> not the easy way. I'm trying to help you out, Mark. Yeah, no, I'm feeling it. Feeling every bit of them 49 years right about now. Um, Diana notes that that Cobra trooper looks like he's disco dancing. He is because he is. Mm -hmm. uh, Dustin Jeffrey asking the question that I think we have answered every time this show has come up. Uh, is Bob Tewksbury in Tewksbury, Massachusetts? And the answer is, we think so. No more than Mike Lowell is in Lowell, Massachusetts. So we think so. Cannot confirm, but we think so. No more than Joe Montana is in Joe, comma, Montana. <laughs> mm. I believe that that was just a temporary naming. I don't think was they, it. Yeah, I think that oh, was I thought they for, for a few years and then went back to whatever it was before. No more than Mick Foley's in Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. But Mick Foley's not from Truth or Consequences. No, but Cactus Jack is. Cactus Jack is. Yeah, I'm just saying. But that man got hit in the head a lot. It's true. <laughs> he was really from Bayonne, New Jersey. Mick nah. Foley. No, and Mick the, Foley's from our neck of the woods. He's from the Island boy. Yeah. And, if it's, and if it's from Bayonne, it's leave, not, it, leave it at home. Leave it alone. <laughs> It's not just a job. It's $97.80 a week. <laughs> oh, my favorite, my favorite forgotten SNL bit. <laughs> the, the Navy commercial for Port of Call Bayonne. Oh, go back. That one goes back to the 70s, kids. So if you got you got Peacock, uh, first first three or four seasons, you'll figure that one out. Andrew Gaugan's trying to tell us how to run our show. Or he's trying to start a Muppet movie sing-along. Look, man, we're all the way through community calendar. 
at, before the 25 minute mark. Yeah, he's not wrong. You're usually not getting started till now. <laughs> so you just, I mean, let's enjoy the progress. And uh, here we go. The Ohio Toy and Comic Show returns. Uh, that is also Sunday the 25th. That's a uh, pretty good odds. You'll see Racktime Rob and I there. They will be at their new location at the Hilton Garden Inn in Dayton slash Beaver Creek. I don't know what that means. Uh, but $5 admission. Kids are free. Parking is free, as with all quality shows. And there you go. Our good friends at Roma Collectibles run this one. So if you're anywhere close to Ohio, get yourself out to yeah. the best best toy show in Ohio. Look, a fork in the road. And you know what Yogi Berra always said? Take it. When you see a fork in the road, take it. That's it. Uh, they are giving away kids with free to, uh, with five dollar admission. That is true. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Let's you get my coworker in there. There's a lot less fighting about that than you'd think, too. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> I know you can get some kids. <laughs> and Jeff, who is uh, six foot three and African American, said to me, "You think people look at me funny with your kids, Web?" <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, I'm not trying to cut tonight's show early. I'm trying to make sure we get to everything. There's two different things there. We're still going two hours. We're going two hours. So that's community calendar. That's what we got. So uh, get yourself out and enjoy yourself some some society. Um, or else. Yeah. Brutal just Shiftless layout. Shiftless layout. Remember, if you've got a show you want you want us to plug in much the same unprofessional manner mm -hmm. that we just did for about 20 minutes, um, that's the email address to send it to. What's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. Um, we've got other social media, but I, I, I'm a bit of a scatterbrain. So when you get it in an email, that's the best way to go. Anytime you got something for the show, that email is the best way to go, regardless of what it is, whether it's letters, uh, whether it's, it's community calendar, whether it's, it's, uh, we, we do, uh, uh, we'll take your audio. We'll take your video. We'll do whatever. We'll frame it up. However we can mm. We build communities on this show. Well, there's, there's shows out there. They want to they want to influence. They want hits. They want money. We haven't made dime one off of this show in twelve years. We but, we but we've built a hell of a community. So that's how that's the best way to be a part of that. Send stuff off to what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. We're building better worlds. Right. We got a big crowd tonight. We're in triple oh, digits tonight. <laughs> Live crowd in triple digits, gentlemen. Woohoo! I just even... went. I just went Wayland Utani on everybody, but that's okay. <laughs> What could go wrong? <laughs> what do you say we get to the news before any more damage is done? Yeah. Ah, ah, you might think a certain whirly bird is the big news of the week, and you would be wrong. Oh, Dead yeah. wrong. Dead wrong. Dead wrong. First news item. Nobody else has this. 
It's baby time! Oh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! That's right. It's a girl. Little Mango Habanero Colton was born on June 3rd at 1.37 a.m. Good Lord. That child. Mm. That's a re- I mean, that's that's got to be a record for earliest earliest parental headache, isn't it? 1.37 a.m. I'm pretty sure that fully prego Joe Colton hadn't seen 1.37 a.m. in about five months, probably. No, not in a while. <laughs> but uh, seven pounds, 14 ounces, 20 inches long. So that's that's a pretty big baby. Um, she's got a real name, but for the time being, until we figure out, we get a chance to chat with Joe about how we're going to present the little tyke. Uh, she's just going to be Mango Habanero for a little while. And uh, probably for a little while after that. <laughs> the rest of her life. But yeah, so, you know, officially, so, I mean, you know, Joe Colton, to to uh, clue some of our, our newer viewers in, Joe Colton's not actually her real name. <laughs> no, I, I know it's surprising uh so we we don't necessarily want to give away the the kid's real name unless that's going to be public knowledge um uh did mango habanero come with accessories or window packaging no and no because window packaging would have been deeply unsettling there it's a girl just saying i'm just saying you know window yeah no 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 accessories is what i'm saying Mm, yeah no external. <laughs> That's the first thing I said about Joe's child. It's a girl, right? Uh, Matt Rowe, actively no. taking the temperature on the situation. Uh, little one will be Mango Habanero forever now. The uncles will make sure of that. Yes. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I think we already have. Uh, I, I, like that, I like that that kid is half Greek and half Wes and has a Mexican name. it's like what mickey rivers said about reggie jackson right right and uh hans chow plugging his own name uh look i i can appreciate the effort put into josephina cobra stein von serpentora cunningham the third but i'm not saying that all the time so i'm gonna go with a sauce from bw3 instead I gotta say, given that she hasn't been on the show in like weeks and weeks, it's kind of a jerk move to just show up and, and win what what I got in, right? Like forever, yeah. right? But, but fine, whatever. Well, I mean, Mark, you you have two kids, so you you've at least got some some staying power there. I guess it's, I still I'm still on top atop the leaderboard. <laughs> Your kids are old enough to haven't done stuff yet at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's true. Like her, little mango habanero, we're we're enthralled and all. She's cute, but she hasn't done a thing. Yeah, and and I got started earlier, right? So right. Tick, TikTok, Joe, you <laughs> might. I'm not gonna because she's Wonder Woman. I'm not gonna put two past her, but she they, she ain't getting three. No, not unless there's some twins involved somehow. Mm-mm. There's always an option. No, Hans Chow, he's rooting for making more Webers, Mark. That no. <laughs> I have a buddy my exact same age who has a three-year-old, right? A three-year-old and he's 49. And that's not the terrifying part is that he's going to have a teenager when he's 59. Right. Hey, Hans, if you were a doorbell rings at some point during the next week, make sure you check before you open the door. (laughs) That's it. That's the worst idea I ever heard. 
<laughs> How about a three pack? <laughs> nope. Nope. But uh, congratulations to Joe Colton and to the wrist lock West Wedlock. Uh, we're we're all really we're over the moon. We we could not be happier as uh, interested onlookers. Uh, <laughs> we're internet uncles. Still so right. short. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's it's uh, at some point. At some point, we're gonna have to make a trip east to uh, to 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 damage this child. But um, we gotta see the baby. Right. Right. Uh, Sean Russell. Uh, going well. Actually, uh, Joe would have to show Mango and what I got out. No, all right, no. not be gross. No, no. that's what Sean. Sean managed to cross the Honcho's line. Man, that's, that's interesting. I didn't think that was possible. Family show. Come on, baby pictures. Family show. Right. This is a very family show. Mm -hmm. But uh, yes, so if if you uh, see Joe Colton in your online circles. Make sure you wish her a hearty congratulations if you have not done so already. Um, and uh, and and uh, let's get one more round of applause. Yeah, that's right. And I can't wait for somebody to edit our faces out of this and present this as their breaking news on their crappy podcast. <laughs> Good times. Uh, you know, probably whatever. Just theoretically. Next news item. Do, 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 do. There we go. Hey, it's Power Comics. They will be starting a Kickstarter for the first issue of Super Joe Unlimited. That is going to kick off in just a couple of days on June 8th. Um, and they are going to be at Joe Fest. They're going to have lots of information there. Uh, and they'll be presenting it publicly. And then once, once they come home, uh, they'll be getting more of that stuff out on their social media channels. So make sure you keep an eye out uh, for Kickstarter. Uh, for this campaign starting in just a couple days. You know, we don't, I, I, and I say we don't, but I, I mean we as a, as a general community, there hasn't been a whole lot going on with Super Joe in quite some time. Mm -hmm. uh, like like since, since the line ended. Since they canceled <laughs> Super Joe in 1979. Um, and uh, so I'm interested to see where this goes. I know he's lined up a few of the old classic G.I. Joe artists to work on this. And let's let's just hope it puts out a quality product. Uh, I'm, I'm we'll be talking to to Austin. We'll have another special edition at some point in the coming weeks uh, with the ins and outs of this campaign and and what he's hoping to do with Super Joe and all all the good questions for that. Uh, Racktime Rob and I'll be doing that uh, very soon. But uh, yeah, so we'll we'll uh, we're certainly interested in this, and and you should be too. So keep an eye out on Kickstarter and get all the details on June eighth. Donate to the Kickstarter to buy the green guys some pants. Because right. that's gore, man. He's trying to conquer us all. Thick in the crotch, man. He's, he's trying to make this a pantless planet. Apparently. Uh, Matt Rubin, am I a dork for sitting here and clapping along too? No. Nope. It's the, it's the dorks who didn't clap. Mm -hmm. If you're not clapping for new baby Colton, there's something wrong with you. Anyways, next news item. Do do. Sorry, I was reading the live chat a little bit. It was it, they're they're having a good time with that one. It's a good show. It's better than our show sometimes. Right. <laughs> this Friday is Renegade Con Summer Special Edition. Woohoo! Uh, we can get all the ins and outs on the, uh, the 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 best of the role playing world, including the GI Joe role playing game. 
Uh, don't know if there's going to be anything Joe related this year. Uh, there hasn't been anything teased that way to this point, but there's usually something. Uh, there was an email today. They've got like the Cobra source book and things like oh, that. Damn it. So, damn ah, it. see, I don't, you don't check the email one day and look what happens. That's when they sneak it in. Don't these bastards know that the best news show goes on Tuesday? Mm-hmm. All right. You want me to flash the email up real quick here? I'm all for flashing on the internet. Just a read. Lead, lead role-playing game correspondent, Racktime Rob. Wait, how'd that happen? All right, hang on here. I just got to find it. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Well, it came in at 8 this morning, so I got a couple scrolls through. All right. Elevator music. All right, let's see here. Just read the Joe part. Just take your glasses off, Rob. All right. Skid the wind, Rob. There you go. All right. Give the link. All right, here we go. Cobra wants you, the Cobra Codex Sourcebook. Pre-order now. You heard that right. Introducing the Cobra Codex Sourcebook, the global criminal organization known as Cobra is recruiting, looking for the meanest and most ruthless potential operatives for their dastardly schemes. After all, the world isn't going to take itself take itself over. This G.I. Joe role-playing game sourcebook presents everything that players need to create a Cobra character, as well as everything a GM needs to run the Cobra campaign. Features. New character options for Cobra characters and Joes. New influences, origins, and focuses. New equipment, including poison and toxins, experimental equipment, and shields. Nice. Mutations and cybernetic equipment to customize your character. Yes. New resources uh, with for Game Masters. Ways to define Cobra as an organization, how each might impact your campaign, new threats and NPCs, pressure and original mission for the new Cobra characters. For a limited time, pre-orders will come with a free PDF that will be added to your account upon release. And they also had a thing that, you know, of course, you can still pre-order the Sergeant Slaughter accessory pack for the role-playing game. All right. Uh, here comes go. the world. Here comes the world's greatest drill sergeant. Sergeant Slaughter limited edition accessory pack is almost here. Now you can have even more of the man himself. The Sergeant Slaughter limited edition accessory pack for the GI Joe role playing game. Get access for to stats for making and playing as Sergeant Slaughter and his Marauders. Feeling creative? Create your very own original drill instructor character or a member of Slaughter's Marauders. This pack also comes with a 28 millimeter scale Sergeant Slaughter paintable miniature tactical maps. And standees. All right, we've covered that one already. You don't have, you don't have to go yeah. any more about Sarge. That, and that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> but uh, there you go. So it's the email from today that I missed. Sorry. Sometimes that happens. See why I tell you to make sure you get it to me by Monday. So you drop your news on Tuesday. This is why. Because mm-hmm. sometimes last minute prep is very last minute. That's all right. That's why I'm here. There you go. Shiftlessly laying about. Picking up all the scraps. Uh, Shane Semick says, uh, Rob looks like Superman when he takes his glasses off. Shh. It's all, that's because he's wearing red underwear on the outside. Yeah. It's, there's a, there's well, a, it's, it is Tuesday. Yeah, it's true. Um, Beta Ray Bob asks, can you get cool Cobra vehicles in the game? I think you already could get cool Cobra vehicles in the game. Mm-hmm. I believe this is all just, just new wrinkles for, for characters, as as Rob was reading, cybernetic implants, um, um, you know, genetic mutations, and the and the like. Robotic ninja legs. 
things like that. Monocles. Yeah. We will see. Uh, Diana Davis notes, we have never seen Rob and Superman together. This um, is, um, I was more of a Batman kid. Doug Dello, who I know is way in on the, the RPGs, uh, they are announcing new stuff on the ninth, but no hints if there will be no Ju new Joe announcements. Uh, Codex has been announced in a previous show, so okay, you be that way. All right. I hadn't heard about the Cobra book before. Uh, we had missed it here if that was the case, so that's that's possible. But um, we I, look, I try to stay on top of it all, but it's hard. But uh, so yes, if you're you got some time on Friday, looks like those are uh, 3 p.m. Pacific and 4:30 p.m. Pacific. They've got a couple of panels going, so be sure to check them out on Renegade Con's YouTube channel. Uh, next news item. Do 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 do. Uh, Matt O'Brien asked, do you guys know why Hasbro never kept going with G.I. Joe Resolute? Uh, yes, Cartoon Network. And that, that answer... No, you mean the hub. Well, yes. But anyways, going on. Uh, so yeah, uh, rights, rights. Oh, Resolute. That's right. I'm sorry, I was thinking Renegades. Yeah. But uh, the hub does figure into that too, but but we'll, mm. we'll, we'll shelve that because that has nothing to do with news. But we'll, we'll get there. Just hang out for us. Uh, Legends of the Hidden Forces go, still going on Kickstarter through this weekend. Uh, they tried to line up the close of this through the, uh, the end of Joe Fest, where they will be showing off their wares. Uh, they are 80% funded. They are up over 28,000 the last time I looked. I need to get to 35,000 here in these last few days. And don't let that number throw you. It's important to get to 35. But as far as stretch goals go, they are moving to a backer kit once this gets funded. So just... That $35,000 plateau is important to fund the Kickstarter. Uh, but after that, the accelerator can come off and, and they'll just continue to compile funds and, and unlock stretch goals in the in the backer kit. So if you're thinking, hey, Legends of the Hidden Force, but I'm I'm a little short on funds right now, but I, you know, I don't want to get two figures. Well, just pledge for the two figures now, and then you can add to that pledge in the backer kit that is coming after the end of the campaign uh, because every, every little bit's going to help get this thing over the top and get this thing funded and, and get these uh, great toys out to the market and all that other uh, neat, neat stuff. As you 35,000, these four figures unlock. And that is uh, Shinobi. He's our hero, the blue ninja there. Uh, Master Obaki is the, the real pale guy on the right. He's Mark's favorite. Yeah. And <laughs> looks, looks, looks pretty damn tan to me, Mike, but whatever. Our, well, oh, his, the, the zombie guy looks pretty tan. Yeah, his skin is not see-through, so it's, mm -hmm. it make, means he's pretty tan. But um, but at any rate, uh, let's get to thirty-five thousand. Let's get this thing funded, and then we can continue to stockpile uh, some cash on top of that as as, as more folks are introduced to it. Uh, these are some great toys. We've talked to Darren a couple of times. We're really behind this one, uh, so let's uh, let's do our best. If you if you can't pledge, at least help spread the word. Uh, check them out, Legends of the Hidden Force, on Kickstarter uh, through 2 p.m. June 11th. This thing's going to fund faster than you can say venison meatballs. There you go. Deep cut. Uh, Firefly showing off his, his Stallone love. Over the top, Jed! <laughs> That's right. We never did finish that movie, did we? No, it's it it's painful. It's It's so bad, it's not even fun bad. Yeah. 
Uh-oh. Good. Sorry, I got into the live chat there. Oh, I, I thought we froze up for a second. No, no, no. Next news item. Doo-doo. Also on Kickstarter, it's my palatoy story by the nicest man alive, Bob Brecken, uh, with art by Brian Hickey. This is about halfway home. Uh, got uh, a few more days. Got a, an extra week on that one. It's going to run through June 18th. Um, but this is another great coffee table kind of book. Lots of great art. And uh, this is from the, the perspective of the lead designer of boys' toys at Palatoy in the late 70s, early 80s. So there's lots of good stuff on Action Man and uh, on integrating that with G.I. Joe. And there's lots of great stuff on Star Wars, Little People, uh, all the great stuff that Palatoy was responsible for during that time period. Bob had some kind of hand in. And they're there, too. The nicest guy in the world. It's proven. As a world traveler, he's the nicest guy. Fair enough. Pause to see if anyone believes that. But Bob is superb. Bob is outstanding. I mean, you can't really challenge a guy to a fight for world's nicest guy, right? Like he, He'd win. Wow. Okay. He'd win. He can have a nice off. <laughs> right. He, he's English. He's the nicest guy in the world, but he's still got a great left hook. That's what that means. Fair enough. Um, is over the top worse than rhinestone? Um, I don't know. I haven't seen rhinestone, but, um, but again, head over to Kickstarter, check out my Palatoy story. Uh, it is Bob Brecken's book. It is fantastic. I am pledged. Uh, we, we need, uh, we need your help to get this one over the top as well. These book pled book campaigns are a little bit tougher, uh, cause there's, it's, you really have to move a lot of copies in order to get those done. There's, there's not a ton of stretch goals on a book. Mm-hmm. unfortunately. Uh, so here to spread the word, uh, get it out there. If you've got any interest on the history of toys, if you have any interest in, in uh, Action Man or what was going on in the UK there, this is going to be heavily into that. Um, check it out. Next news item. <laughs> hey, Grindstone Toys. Uh, with their call sign Longbow campaign, they're going to have some cool stuff at Joe Fest and then later. Uh, on their their backer kit site, uh, but they're bringing back the battle stand for their three and three quarter action figures. Those are also compatible with uh, your GI Joe's Operation Recall, uh, Skeletron's offering in that scale, Legends of the Hidden Force, etc., etc., etc. Going to be good for all of them. So keep an eye out as these will be available. Uh, check out that cool Doug Hart art inspired mm-hmm. by the the eighties GI Joe accessory packs. Um. Fantastic stuff. Uh, Troy McKee and company, again, filling a need we didn't know we had. And if you uh, if you pledged all in in the initial offering, they're throwing one of these in. So Nice. Because nice, yeah. you are all in, baby. According to, according to the email I got sent out, yep. I'm going to have to go get another one. And then maybe some more fuzzy hat ninjas. <laughs> I'm going to have so many stands. Mm. I need more ninjas for my stand. Makes sense. Uh, Dustin Jeffrey elaborates rhinestones plot. I think that's rhinestone cowboy, isn't it? No, that's rhinestone. Okay. All right. My bad. Uh, Dolly Parton made a bet. She could turn sliced alone into a country Western singer. My wife loves it. Well, good for her. That sounds, that sounds awful. (laughs) Dolly Parton's done musical movies with Sylvester Stallone and Burt Reynolds. Yeah. That's just, that's just awful. I wonder if she shows up somewhere in uh, Paint Your Wagon. 
<laughs> Get that Clint, e- Clint Eastwood trifecta. Yeah, Clint Eastwood, Lee Marvin. Who else would you have in a musical? I mean, that's the top of my list. Oh. Next news item. Do, do, do. Hey, look, oh it's, it's, it's Super 7's Tiger Force and Python Patrol offerings. Yikes. Can't say we didn't warn you. <laughs> but uh, speaking, we, speaking of mango habanero, <laughs> we're coming a bit ago. Uh, you can see Python Patrol has a, uh, uh, or rather, Tiger Force has Duke Scarlet Snake Eyes and a GI Joe green shirt. Python Patrol consists of Cobra Commander, Baroness Destro, and a Cobra Bat. Uh, they are retailing for twenty bucks a pop on Super Seven's website. Uh, that is super7store.com. They are available now. Uh, no waiting, no fuss, no muss. Uh, if these light your fire, uh, by all means, go grab them. I like the uh, the designation of Snake Eyes as the Tiger Force Bananinja. <laughs> uh, it's like he's dressed up to be in a Kellogg cereal box. Right. I'm, tell, I'm with Torpedo and Sir James. That Baroness figure is pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's actually not bad. Yeah, that's yeah. to be the general consensus around the web. That is actually that does look like a, a decent design for a figure. If you're going to do a repaint, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, but that's really the only winner in that set. Like Tiger Force Duke is fine. We've we've already we've already accepted Tiger Force Duke. He's he's old news at this point. Yeah. Uh, but but the rest of those are, wow, they're they're not good. Yeah, they're pretty they're, bad. They're not good. And I, I know that that's the Tiger Force bat that we ju- or the Python Patrol bat that we just got in six inch scale. And my reaction is, wow, that's not good. No. So, um, yeah. 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 Torpedo. If you like them, enjoy. Labeling that as Power Ranger Snake Eyes. Exactly. If, if this is your thing, and if, if, I mean, Super Seven, I think, leans into that kitschy side of things a, a, a bit in general, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody is, is necessarily collecting Super 7 without at least a little hint of irony. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these, these will play into that. And if, if you've been collecting these, these will be a great addition to your collection. If you haven't been collecting Super 7 to this point, these are unlikely to make you start. Yeah. Maybe the Baroness, though. I don't have many of these reactions, but I have, have you know, hunted a couple out of their series, right? Like the Raven, the Raven Gal and yeah. Uh, Michael G. I am strangely intrigued by Tiger Force Snake Eyes and Python Patrol Destro. They're so bad, but so interesting. Uh, I am too. I may wind up buying those for Racktime Rob's birthday. Oh, please don't. But um, but that would be it. Like that would be white elephant gift is the probably the, the ceiling. I, I, I mean, the, the alternate name for that should be cheap knockoff rack toy snake eyes. Banana Ninja. Banana Ninja. Banana. Minion snake eyes. And uh, yeah, I mean, th- that that snake eyes, that Destro, they are glaringly not good. Yeah. You know, completely overshadowing the minor infractions of Cobra Commander and the green shirt and Scarlet. Like totally, totally pushing them off to the side saying, here we are, world. Mm-hmm. We are terrible. Yeah. Don't feel so bad, Python Patrol Cobra uh, Crimson Guardsman. 
You hold on. You get that shit up, mister. Because here we are. Oh, hey, I hear these are, these are scratch and sniff figures. So if you actually open them up and scratch them, they smell like crap. Uh, Firefly notes that Scarlet is cosplaying <laughs> Wilma from the Flintstones. It's not bad. <laughs> Absorb Vids, who is responsible for our psychedelic community calendar intros, likes the reaction figures. I uh, wouldn't get them all, but some are fun. And that's true. I, I agree with that. I, I think a lot of them are fun, really. Again, I think the point is to lean into Kitsch on Super 7's offerings and the reaction line. They, they are supposed to be a little cheesy. Yeah, the, the, like that's a big, big shocker, right? That the high priest of psychedelic likes this line. Right. But, <laughs> that snake uh, eyes is more than a little cheesy. Yeah. It's like he's made of cheese. It could be. That, um, that bright yellow snake eyes. I mean, he's been sculpted out of craft singles. You know, it's the first ever Tillamook Ninja. It's like that uh, that sculpture outside of Cincinnati. That's all all butter. It's like butter mm -hmm. snake eyes. Um, there are a lot of ways to go with that Python or that Tiger Force paint scheme, and uh, to to get at least a tolerable snake eyes and all yellow <laughs> with some brown striping is not it. Somewhere pouting blizzard is like that was my gig, man. Right. <laughs> that Bastard. That is not it. Your snake friggin' eyes, and you gotta steal my one thing. Oh. And, and and mind you, like I'm criticizing these, but I absolutely adored the glow in the dark ones. So I, I am not the person to talk to about <laughs> I am not the arbiter of good taste, right? So I, let, let's let's put all that in perspective. <laughs> What I say about these figures doesn't mean crap. You like them, go buy them. Be happy. <coughs> that, that's what all this is about, man. There is so much G.I. Joe right now. Everybody's going to like something. Go get it. Yeah. There were years when we got nothing yeah. and had no idea when the next thing was ever going to arrive. So, there were years when Mark's item count was negative four. That's all right. They made me give back <laughs> items from the following year. <laughs> they made me go collect things people had already bought <laughs> to get that item count back so Nerf could make another crappy blaster. Right, right. So again, Super 7's uh, Tiger Force and Python Patrol offerings are available now at super7store.com. Next news item. Do -do. Unfortunately, not nearly as cool. Um, uh, Super 7 did do some layoffs last week. And not a lot has been made of this. There's been nothing put out publicly by Super 7. Uh, those layoffs may have included uh, CFO Jeff Stoddard and some staffers from the Ultimates line. Uh, we don't have a ton of details other than these layoffs did happen. Uh, so we will give you more details as they happen. Uh, Mark, is there anything you wanted to add here? Because layoffs suck. Uh, <laughs> right. And that... Uh... That yeah, I know I know some people there, and you know, it. I'm not happy when when anybody really well, almost anybody gets laid off. So I feel bad for feel bad for these folks, and it's kind of rare to see it hit the C-suite at all, right? So again, and I, I genuinely like what Super Seven has been doing, given the parameters of absolutely what what I believe they have to work within. It's not all for me, but that's okay, right? Like. Right. When Sigma Six first came out, I was like, you know what? Kind of cool, not for me, but I hope it does well. 
right? Because right. anything that's good for the brand is duh, good for the brand. Right. So, Rising tides rise all boats and all that stuff. That's so, it. So, you know, Sigma Six, great toys. Not not my GI Joe. I, I let them sit too, but they they move plenty of figures, and there are lots of folks happy with them. Same with these uh, reaction figures. They yeah. sell. Um, you know, people are always complaining that oh, there's a there's a like two peg warmers that have been on the shelf for a month. Well, it's two figures, so that yeah. you're okay. If there's but only the number they churn out. Yeah. I right. bought their the ultimate bat, um, and it's a pretty damn good figure, right? I'm digging it. It's taller than my other bats, so right. he's he's kind of like the lead bat, right? And the the ultimates have been pretty well received for GI Joe. So, um, whereas that that hasn't been necessarily the case with other properties. Mm. I know uh, Silverhawks didn't go over too hot. Uh, the Ninja Turtle ones didn't go over too hot in some cases. GI Joe doesn't have those problems. Those mm. their ultimate figures have been really good to this point. Uh, so, you know, tough break for those folks. Uh, we hope you land on your feet soon, and, and all those uh, that other stuff. Uh, just, just there. It's not all good news this week. Mm. But we're keeping it real, right? We got to report it. It's news. Yeah, because if we don't, nobody else might. Because we're dialed in in ways other people ain't. Next news item. Do do. Hey, so even before the the Dragonfly announcement, we had some reveals. We had some pre-orders go live on the very first of June. Of course, the day after we did a show, because that's how they like to roll. Mm -hmm. But hey, we'll talk about them a little bit. You can see Tiger Force Dusty and Crimson Guard Python Patrol went official this week, and they are both Target exclusives. Um, selling for $24.99 a piece if you're getting them through Target. Uh, they are expected in our grubby little pause in August of 2023. Uh, again, just straight repaints of, excuse me, straight repaints of Dusty and the Crimson Guard. Good figures. Uh, that Crimson Guard was a winner. Dusty, eh, not, not as much in my book, but I actually, I like, this, I like this repaint. I think this repaint might, might even, I might like it a little better than I like original Dusty. Whoa. Right. Right. I don't know why. I, that's, I, a, I, that's a bold statement. Yeah. I, I don't know. It seems that the Tiger Force scheme seems to do this figure favors that the original one did not. It's Dusty in the woods. Sure. I mean, it works as a jungle trooper, right? Right. Look, in, way, in ways that some Tiger Force stuff just doesn't. So... Right. right. And Dusty, you know, for the folks who say he's a desert trooper, not every mission Dusty goes on is going to be in a desert. He's a damn traitor is what he is. <laughs> he has other specialties. Now, so, remember, he was a triple agent. Right. Mm -hmm. And, of course, that Python Crimson Guardsman, that is a killer sculpt. Um, uh, just, just done in a historically bad color combo. Yeah. <laughs> Look how they shot Dusty, though, right? So creatively hiding that brutal chest cut. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, just, don't they don't want to hear you say it, Mark. Don't think that's an accident, my man. Don't think that's an accident. Uh, Andrew Galgan says, is it just me or do both dusty figures look like it's, they're missing a third paint app to the camouflage? And you know, that there's something to that. Mm -hmm. no, I, I, that, that, um, that might be it. I, I really couldn't put my finger on it before. Uh, my complaint about uh, the original Dusty is it is too much like the the 1985 Dusty. Like there was the chance there to to maybe update some gear, maybe get him some, like a, a body armor vest or something that that would work, make him look a little bit more like a contemporary 
trooper in the desert since that's what we've been seeing on the news for 20 years mm-hmm. um and they didn't take that they went straight 1985 and so it looks a little you know uh, i don't know a little plain uh but uh having the different colors on the python version works for me uh python crimson guard i'm buying one because that one's so bad it's kind of fun yeah and uh, I'll, I'll get the one just because that's the reason i got one of them for my my three and three quarter collection uh because it's so bad it's kind of fun <laughs> and, and uh and that'll be that <laughs> but uh gentlemen your thoughts here they're fine i ordered one each yeah these these are the kind of things that that i'm like well i have one of each so far they're not gonna they're not gonna stop these ones won't break that streak so and i got them i think i got them both from they were up on pulse right yeah yeah i think i think i got them off the pulse because you you know they are sold out there now i believe they're still available on target yeah well right for some people uh, DJ, they're available for you too, Mark. Whether you choose. No, them. the store that shall not be named. DJ Flybash mm-hmm. says, but we named them. He's holding out for Trader Dusty, um, and you you can build that already, man. You you got a Dusty, you got a you got a Cobra Trooper. Knock yourself mm-hmm. out. Yeah, go for head, it. Head swap, baby. You got it. You are set up, brother. Uh, Viper Scout says that uh, Crimson Guards are cosplaying as ketchup and mustard. <laughs> Still mad we didn't get catch the mustard. All right. Yet. Yet, man. Hold out hope. Just saying. Those parts are all there. Ketchup and mustard can still happen. We just should have had them by now. And Tiger First Dusty can be relish. We'll be all set. <laughs> relish. <laughs> get one out in a white blazer. That's that's mayonnaise. No. That of here's, course mayonnaise. Here's the mayonnaise bat. <laughs> that is an Amazon and select online retailer exclusive. Uh, there too, uh, suggested retail price twenty four ninety nine. He is expected in our hot little hands in September, so not not too much longer to wait there. Uh, but we we knew this guy was coming. Uh, you can see all of his fine accoutrements, couple of chest plates. Uh, he's got the bat backpack. He's got the pistol. Uh, he's got a sniper rifle. He's got that cool chainsaw hand, and he's got a second head. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, Mark, now that we can see this guy a bit more for what he is, uh, what do you think? Love the second head. And I'm one of the guys always rattling the saber about where's the newness, right? So this isn't totally new, but it's a half step and it's a, it's a very welcome half step. This is cool. Right. And they've done enough Arctic figures lately that this is going to fit right in nice. So, yeah. Head right. with more coming. Yep. Right. Like Arctic Storm Shadow. Uh. Right. I, I was going to say, that, you know, they did name drop the Snow Serpent, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's coming. We know he's coming. But um, I got to say, I like I like the regular Bathead more just because because of the paint apps that they did on the visor. Yeah. yeah. That, that that really glowy green yeah. visor thing. Yeah, that's, that's pretty Yeah, pretty yeah. I mean, it's... They, they can kind of keep the, you know, the the revanche uh, cyborg head. Yeah, but I, I like that they included it because they really yeah. didn't. They really didn't have to, right? No. So, all right, kudos. 
that and, sniper uh, rifle is something else. Notes that uh, the different parts can be used for earlier bats as well. Of course. Yeah. No, yeah. that's great. It's it's a wonderful backwards compatibility. I hope I hope as they continue to do bat variants, and they will, um, that we get more more variety on these these weapon attachments as, as they go forward. Look at my in the comments, my boy Jay letting us know that Target sometimes cancels free orders. Yeah, there look, I'm not uh when I worked for Target, it was a different company. Uh there's been a, when I worked for Hasbro, it was a different company. Right. There's been a complete <laughs> leadership and, and upper management. I used to defend those guys to my dying breath. And uh not so much now. There there's there's uh and it, there's been an attempt to swing back the other way, but there it's there's gonna be some growing pains along the way. Yep. So, uh, but Jay Toygo, that's that's not a name I recognize. So welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Uh, Tristan McDonald notes that uh, some Canadian online retailers are already shipping out the Arctic bats. Well, they should because it's going to be winter up there again in like three days. Yeah. Plus, they don't have any hockey to watch. Oh. Well, they do. It's just American hockey. That's that's what we like to call the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, boo us! Just saying. And it's Vegas and Florida. The last just Canadian, to really, just to really rub salt in that wound. The last time a Canadian team hoisted the Stanley Cup, it was Patrick Waugh. Nineteen ninety-three. The mm. Rangers have won since then. I'm telling you, right? Right. But, uh, next news item. Do do. Well, I guess along the same lines, we had one more. Uh, Hasbro Pulse exclusive was the Televiper with the Trouble Bubble. Uh, and I'll be honest, this is the one I was waiting for. Yeah. Because uh, this this Haas is awesome. Um, retail price $54.99. This is only available at HasbroPlus.com. I believe it is still available if you have not ordered yours yet. Uh, this is expected in the fall as well, April 2023, uh, if you're shopping with us here in the U.S. But uh, this is great. This is just fantastic. Uh, you got the extra uh, African American head, and then you've also got the the third one that's got the full face mask. Uh, he's got his, his his jammer backpack. He's got his little jammer rifle thing. It's got the flying mine, Mark. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> Over there, not being any fun. It's it's a little smaller, but okay. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it. I don't know if it's smaller. Or if it's when, just out of scale with the rest of the photo, I think it's it's smaller because I think there's pictures of the televiper holding the uh, the mine on, okay. online. Because that's a good idea. Right. Oh yeah, we we have a uh, we have the flying mine in one of our t-shirts. If you want to hit up our our T public page down below, this mine's not working. Pick it up, shake it a little bit. <laughs> Some days you just can't get rid of a mine, right? So uh, how many of these do you pick up, Mark? I got two, and I only got two. I would, I would, I would have only gotten one if they hadn't included the extra heads. I may go back for a third. That's how cool just having extra heads is, because I could line three up, and they would look totally different. So the fact that they, uh, you know, covered the entire body other than the face, I love that they did multiple heads, and I love that they made one racially different than the other one. Right, and the third one could be anybody. Could be me. Never know. Uh, but yeah, this thing is this thing is a thousand percent win. Right? I looking at this. I don't think I would change one single thing on this on this toy. 
It's fantastic. How about you, Rack Time Rob? I, I went in for two. But yeah, it's uh, fantastic. And, uh, local, and they, local Mike, they, they can play in here forever. There's so many good Joe vehicles at this kind of size. Right. That they can do this for a long, long time and still keep fans happy. Right. And we're, we're talking like the, the miniature type vehicles, you know, the jump, the claw, uh, you know, that type. We're not even getting into stuff like the Devilfish or the Armadillo. We mean like yeah, yeah. really, really yeah. micro ones. Uh, they can pump those out at that $50 price point. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Loco Basswalker right here. U.S. hockey teams are packed with Canadian players, but we know. Yeah, we got it. Uh, and it's true. I live in Ottawa, Canada. I have already received my six Arctic bats yesterday. God damn. Look at that. Right. There you go. Get it done, Loco Basswalker. Harrison Townsend says, Hydro Sled. Hydro right. Sled. Battle no. March. Right, I want the no. Battle. You- axe, axe backpack, baby. Axe backpack. <laughs> Cobra Jetpack. <laughs> that battle barge you start firing the gun and it just causes you to drift around <laughs> right <laughs> hey i like was it the comics where they put the the cobra jetpack they just put bats in them and they were just kamikaze devices yes <laughs> i thought that was great it was in issue 300 it was the most go. recent one just bomb people with them a bat just strapped a big jet turbine to its back and flew into the jet engine those are the Literally. only ones that can talk into riding that thing. <laughs> the ones with no free will. Right. Well, they can't talk anybody else into riding them after the first one because they're deaf <laughs> from the giant guns that are right by their head or the huge engines that are right next to them. Yeah. Don't forget your earplugs on that Cobra jet plaque, kid. <laughs> Ooh. Um. Anyways. Um. And that brings us to the digital renders that got leaked out the, le- the next day. Uh, we can see the, the Grunt and the Crimson Viper there. Uh, we'll start with the Crimson Viper because he's easy. You knew that guy was coming. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Viper's a good figure. Uh, we, we, they've done Crimson in the past, so sure. It's an easy easy inclusion here. Uh, Grunt's got some meat on the bone, though. That's, that's a pretty cool-looking Grunt, first yeah. off. Uh, it's a nice update to the very plain Jane 1983 version. Uh, he's got a real nice distinctive face. He, he, he looks different than he's not just some generically handsome dude like mm-hmm. so many of them are. And Falcon isn't, <laughs> but he's, he's got, Falcon. right. He's got the updated helmet. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, he's got the, uh, the M 16 with the removable clip. He's got his pistol. He's got his, his knife. Uh, he's got his backpack, which got a little meat, more meat to it than the original did. And they included that bonus steel battalion steel core whatever you want to call it steel core yeah that 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 extra helmet there so you can make him an army builder mm-hmm. that is pretty badass oh and and what what else on there the sunbow gun right mm-hmm. yeah and for all you morons online who went nuts with how come there's only one clip for one of the rifles because the sunbow gun doesn't have clips right Lasers don't have clips. Just saying. I can't decide if I like it that he looks, he kind of looks young, right? It's a young looking face sculpt. I can't decide if I like that or if I don't. It is different though. 
I, the the actual figure aside, because the actual figure made him look like you know someone's middle aged uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in the comics, he had a younger look to him. So that's fair. The knife is killing me, though, man. Why are they got to put knives on people's shoulders? I, I, at least I think it's pointing down this time. <laughs> it looks it looks like Soundwave's cannon. Come on. All the all the original ones, and I realize that was the same chest mold for a lot of them. That knife is just straight down the ribs, right? Where you could grab it easy and pull it out and do some damage with it, right? Well, I mean that something on the shoulder is real easy to grab too. Yeah, so weird that real military doesn't wear it up there. I don't know why. I don't know. Look. He's got that thing at, in front. I don't know. At least it's handled down, so we've made progress. But yeah, the, the Cobra Troopers. I mean, you Man. got money on your speed dial. You call him to ask him. And Lenny's good peeps. I tend not to hassle him. I asked him about Falcon once, and it went quiet for a couple of days. <laughs> right, that's for so, <laughs> Lenny and I are still boys because I don't I don't offer a lot of creative feedback. That's why we got along as a as a marketer and a. And a designer, right? You got to tread real carefully when you start making design, bringing design questions as a brand manager. Right. You don't want to hear you. You don't want to hear you talking about that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Lenny and I once designed a Decepticon that didn't get made. We named him Baus, B-A-U-S, Baus. It wouldn't clear legal for some reason. I don't know. I'm here. All right. Is anybody else here? Just I, I think just me. What? Yeah, I, I, we lost Rack Time Rob somehow. Everything got real circly there for a second. Right, yeah, everything froze. So we apologized to everybody at, at home. You just banned Rob. No, he, he, he totally, like, he's not even in the waiting room. Like, Rack Time Rob's got to do the full full reboot, I think. He totally flatlined. Yeah, he, but, he's he's gone. So, we'll, but we'll get him back when he comes back. Look, I'm digging the I'm digging the Sunbow uh, laser rifle. I'm digging the extra helmet here. Uh, this thing, you know, I'm totally down with Grunt. I love the flag on his chest that helps break up all that green and brown. I'm only frustrated with the knife placement. That's it. Right <laughs> there, you go. You all froze because Hasbro <laughs> Legal heard that, Mark. Bows. They wouldn't clear Bouse. Come on. <laughs> but, uh, Neil Hill says, Grunt can't be a true army builder because he's got a name tag. Look, man, you got a Q-tip and some rubbing alcohol. He doesn't have a name tag anymore. That's what I'm talking about. But um, uh, Jake Rose says, as I'm listing, my rock and roll showed up. You're in Canada too, aren't you, Jake? He can't but, hear you. That's pretty cool. Well, he can't answer. But. Look, he 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 will eventually. I, mean, well, I hope so. Not expecting him to just pop out some instant message or something. No, I'm just saying he may have gone to his Batman podcast. Speaking of Batman, yeah, he is. Hey, the uh, I did notice. I think like uh, Big Bad Toy Store has rock and roll in stock. You know, but oh, there you go. He's in nope, Washington State. So there you go. Yeah, uh, maybe Hasbro heard the comment about the knife. Use the knife on his internet. Hey, man. Truth hurts. <laughs> Truth hurts. 
That's a good good statement there from the Lilith 1978. That's a new name. Welcome to the program. Jake Rose grew up in Oregon like most of the fine people. Most of the best people I know. I, I suppose I can take down the technical banner at this point. Yeah. So anyways, uh, that brings us into this thingy. Oh. Right there. That is uh, Operation Dragonfly. Um <clears throat> Funding through July 17th at midnight uh, at 274.99 as is expected in our, our happy little homes next summer. Um, it's funded. It's passed. We're, we're past the 10,000 barrier. So that is no longer uh, in any court sort of dispute. I don't think that was going to be a real problem anyway. Uh, but um, yeah, that, there's just a lot of cool stuff going on with this dragonfly. Um, Mark Weber, not the vamp, not the vamp, not the vamp, but much, much more aggressive. Right. <laughs> so yeah. kudos, kudos to them. Right. They, uh, they got after it on this one. Um, but the live chat say that we're right almost at 11,000 for this. So, uh, we're, we're barely a day and a half into the campaign. Uh, so there you go. I think, uh, the, the first stretch figure, uh, is that is going to be unlocked? The the first mystery figure will be the Cobra Rancor. Right. Well, that'll be interesting. <laughs> Props to Chaz the Guru on that one. <laughs> posted posted it on Instagram. It's the yeah, Rancor yeah. with a blue beret and the a third, bag of bones. The third one is Cookie Monster, so that's yeah. good. <laughs> is, he's got a little vest with a Cobra symbol. On. <laughs> Cookie Maybe. Monster already blue, right? Right, very very little cosmetic stuff going on here, but uh, all kinds of missiles and guns and flame effects and this is just a beast. Mm -hmm. At uh, at slightly less than what we were getting charged for the his tank too. Yeah, that was that was the biggest surprise for me. Yeah, we got some action shots here. You can see the uh, the missile firing uh, with the blast effects. We've got a nice front and back shot in there too. Uh, we've got the the machine gun firing effects going on the front of the the dragonfly there. Anybody messing with this particular aircraft is just going to have a bad afternoon. Yeah. Um, you can see there it's got the, the lights on both the exterior, and you can see these light-up uh, cockpit shots. It's a full two-seater. Uh, not like the, the original from 1983, which is a real skinny two-seater. Um, they went in there all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was fine, especially. I mean, the real helicopters are real skinny too. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's true. The figures, were, the figures that were out at the time did not have a whole lot of bulk to them either, so it was it was okay. Um, but uh, Neil Hill notes that uh, Classified really knows how to thread the needle with modern touches on original concepts. Yes, when 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 they feel like it, they do that extremely well. Yeah, and there's a real there's a real sweet spot on it when they hit it right. Yeah, and this is. It's all over this project. Uh, so kudos to everybody involved on this one. Glad it is already successful. I'm happy we can hand out congratulations the day after mm -hmm. the action video. Um, and, and here we get to a bit more close up on the, the missile pods, uh, the big missile pod anyway. And, and then on the chin guns, it, it's got uh, all the cool uh, decals you see there, like the shark teeth and, and, uh, Lots of, yeah, it's just fun. Angry eyeballs. 
if you caught yeah, the, those are optional decals. So if you caught the live reaction I did with with Hood of Cobra Commander seven eight eight yesterday with Brian, um, I am sitting there giggling like an idiot for about forty minutes when this video is going on because I couldn't think anything to say. I yeah. was just over over the moon happy with everything they put on screen, even with the the gray prototype that that Lenny had in his hands was just cool beyond words. Um, uh, Andrew Galgan asked, are the side guns new or part of the original Dragonfly? They were molded onto the side of the Dragonfly. They were there, mm -hmm. but they didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think there was only one. Now, this is going to sound like an Emily rip, and it isn't. But did they let her on camera handle the gray prototype ever? No. Yeah. That's, no. Pretty, much, did. that's pretty much a rule. <laughs> is the yeah. brand managers can't touch the prototypes yeah they don't like because they break them yeah at one, <laughs> at one point i believe she was helping lenny with the stand and mm -hmm. she was real nervous about that i was i was sitting in the audience in a star wars pitch and they had a gray printed prototype uh black series x-wing and it was massive right and the marketer picked it up but it doesn't look so big from a profile shot so he turned it sideways, so you're looking at it top down, and both bottom wings fell out and shattered into eight bazillion pieces. It was they <laughs> the the designer like did a half step down to pick up literally to pick up the pieces and realized there was nothing to save. Like it right. disintegrated on the ground. They picked it up with a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And when that happened, I looked I looked at the guy who shall remain nameless and thought, you just made my job so much harder. Right. Because I never broke nothing. Right. But brand managers were known for pretty much two things, breaking prototypes and cutting themselves with exacto knives. <laughs> right. If you are ever looking for the designer on your brand, rather than actually looking for him, you just had to pick up an exacto knife. And five designers showed up right away and said, okay, now what is it that you were trying to do here? Because right. we are here to save your life. But uh, Emily actually mentioned, according to Harry Townsend, that they don't let her touch the prototype. Yeah, so and that's, that, again, that's not an Emily thing. That's just a brand manager thing. Right. Uh, David Warren Hernandez is here for Salsa and Chips. And that is the, the name of those little side. The rocket pods. Pictures. Yeah, the rocket pods. Uh, those suckers are nasty looking and something you can you can strap on the bottom wings of your dragonfly. Uh, they are fantastic. Um, Jay Toygo is with me, uh, likes how they added the extra pops of color with the yellow and the black helps break up the green. Mm, I like the black. I kind of wish we could see the skids in black, but the yellow, uh, the yellow is one of my few complaints. Do see, not I, like I it. like the yellow. Do not like it. I like the yellow better than the red they used in 1983. Mm, not well, the yet. red the red was on the, uh, the caps. It was on the rotor caps, right? The rotor caps. Not on the wings. No. no. Yeah. I love uh, the little ammo feed on the inside for those side guns. Yeah, yeah as you can see on the, the second second picture. Yeah, and, and yeah. they've got another one that comes out from that uh, uh, from the, the wing cannon, too. That's yeah. And just to be clear, I don't want to come off as negative. I've mentioned the only things I don't like about it. This thing is full of win. 
The yes. one thing I can't shake, and I need I need to do a comparison with an actual chopper. It feels like the tail section is a little bit short to me. Is anybody else feeling that? I noticed that the other day too, but you know, I'm you know I'm good with that. Just, I, I figure there's got to be a, a little concession. Otherwise, yeah. you know, we're up to like 325. Not not a lot, but it feels <laughs> to me like it's like the just the back third is like 10% yeah. too short. Well, I mean, you're when, I, I think they had a you know had a hit a cutoff point at like two and a half feet long. So yeah, it could be. Could be. <laughs> uh, Bart asked, does this transform? And I think he just got banned. <laughs> Turns into whirl. <laughs> Turns into whirl. Whirl. Yeah, that that's the guy. Uh, of course, we, got, we got Wild Bill. Of course we do. Part of the base package. He's here. awesome. Yeah, he's pretty incredible. He's got that removable vest and the and the holsters. He's got his his uh his trademark six guns. He's got himself a knife. He's got removable glasses. He's got a removable hat. Uh and a hairpiece. Gonna look good on Dr. Mindbender, baby. Oh yeah. Ah. yeah. Dr. Mindbender's hair club for men. Oh and yeah. That, that hat was real easy to doctor up and put on your cat for a thumbnail. <laughs> but I, I have no complaints. Um, as we got uh, Wild Colin in the thumbnail this right. week. Speak, that. Speaking of the hat, if I could jump in. Yes. Uh, viewed online, and let me read this verbatim because it seems to know what he's talking about. Uh, an upset fan. Hold on. Fan. The cavalry officer's hat that's on the new figure is absolutely wrong. The hat was not blue. It was black. The plate on the front of the hat was brass and was cavalry sabers of a different design than they have. And lastly, the cord that runs around the hat should be gold and black twisted rope. And the ends of the cord, uh, I think, are called pillows, and those should be gold. Now, this is for officers only as the enlisted man had a one color yellow cord. I guess I'm picky when it comes to historical content uh, that I'm familiar with. Love, Ron Rudat. Okay. <laughs> but the original hat was blue. And if you, and if uh, obviously everyone watching should know who Ron Rudat is, yeah. but you might not know that the OG designer of most of the original G.I. Joe stuff for a real American hero is also a Civil War uh, reenactor slash cosplayer. So he knows what he's talking about. I mean, maybe that's not where Wild Bill Hat is from. I don't know. I'm going to go with, I'm, I'm going to go with Ron. Yeah. Maybe Wild Bill's Hat is from a later conflict where they were blue. I don't know for certain. I'm gonna go All with, I know is the U.S. Continental Army wore blue for a while after the Civil War. Well, and the original Wild Bill had a blue hat, right? Yeah. So that's where that I think that's where that's coming from. I right. get it, but you know what? I'm I'm going with Ron. I mean, I'm, on, he, I'm Team Ron. Did he design the figure in '83? I don't I don't know, but you would think this is we need cars the, the 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 one thing that that is glaringly missing here and i love this figure great fig god it should have the longhorn belt buckle like the original wild bill had a big silver longhorn belt buckle because he's right. texas through and through i think they were talking uh on the live stream i think that that might be something they tampo on Okay. Just so that they could get the I think they were talking about that. All right. I hope we see it. And 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 straight, you know, straight honest truth. And I've been I've been clear about this before. I I tend not to watch the live streams. So 
I, they, if they mentioned it, I missed it. Uh, Beta Ray Bob asks, how many backers before the Tiger Force version unlocks? <laughs> With 100,000. Good yeah. luck. Good luck getting Joe Colton to drop 300 bills on a uh, Tiger Fly with Ricondo. Right. Well, I mean, we've already got Ricondo. She doesn't. <laughs> she will. Uh, Hugo Riola says, if Airborne Classic is the second tier, uh, he'll think on paying the excessive import tax to Mexico. Well, I, that's that's a thought, Hugo. Welcome to the show, by the way. It's mm-hmm. a new name. We 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 uh, shout you out there. Thanks for joining us. Uh, you know, for everybody who is joining us for the first time, there seem to be a lot of you tonight. We've got a, a big live crowd. Uh, be sure you are. If you're catching us on Facebook, leave us a, a thumbs up or a heart or a little huggy guy, um, and and make sure you get over to YouTube at some point. Subscribe to us there. Like the video there. Uh, help yourself get counted. Help us out. Help us get seen. I really appreciate anything you can do for us to help grow the channel. You're already doing something great for us by watching. Don't get me wrong, but if it's just a couple of clicks on your mouse, please. That if that that if that's if that's all you do for us, you've done a ton. Apparently, oh. that Longhorn thing is there. So okay, all I'll right. Take it, I take it back. Good work. I'll I'll be honest. I had not looked for that specific. They, I did not. They have mentioned it. that. Yeah, that it was going to be there. So okay, good for them. Appreciate it. I was too busy hobnobbing with uh, G.I. Joe YouTube royalty to check yeah. that out. So, <laughs> I wonder, I'm sure they figured this out, but I wonder if his holsters are going to make it hard for him to sit in the dragonfly. I think that might be why they're not on the leg. Oh, that it's removable for when he's flying, maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Just that they, you know, they hang kind of, they hang lower than, than where the legs pivot, right? And I'm sure they're soft-ish yeah. plastic, but you wouldn't want them getting warped in the copter. Just right. We'll get them in there. Just saying. I'm glad he's got the six shooter, so he can go in blasting. He's great. Uh, he's great. Says that hat looks historically accurate to F Troop. Yeah, but completely wrong for Beastmaster. Yeah. <laughs> Although he can store. As long as we get F Troop, I don't care. He can store his two pet ferrets in his holsters, so that's good. (laughs) Oh, bye. Um, Lilith78 says, I do like this version of Wild Bill. It's so iconic. I do like the version that came out with the club. It had the flight helmet and the regular hat, too. Uh, That figure is beautiful. I, I thought... I thought it was a little bit of a miss to not have the flight helmet if that's the way you wanted to go. But I'm not that upset that it's not there. I love that, that the glasses are removable and that you get the toupee. Right? Because, right. again, they didn't have to do that. No. They could have not done that and no one would have complained. Come to I think of it. I don't think the that, club did that wild bill with the flight helmet. I think that was one of the Toys R Us. Three oh, was that, was that little or was it in a little mini? Helicopter wasn't there a dragonfly that was like twenty bucks, that was like seven inches long and kind of lame. Yeah, Late. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that was flight accurate, Wild Bill, like modern flight accurate. Yeah, it wasn't very good. No, but, but uh, flight well, Bill does have a, a a cool flight suit body there, so you know that's going to come back. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's ace. That's got ace written all over, right? Except for the gloves. Wild weevil weasel. That's got uh, all kinds of <laughs> all kinds of use. The new new Cobra uh, agent, Wild Weevil. 
wild evil. He, <laughs> he drives ground vehicles, though. Nobody quite That's understands. It. And then there's Big Boa's Big Bo nemesis, Wild Weeble. <laughs> he won't fall just down. Keep, just fall just down. Hitting Keeps hitting him. He just won't go down. Right. Dragonhawk. Tim Peterson's got it. Uh, I'm still working my way down that way. We did uh, We did fulfill someone's need for an F Troop podcast, however. Right. <laughs> True. It, instigator. Uh, that's a new name. Welcome to the show. If Crazy Legs is a tier, don't care what version. I'll back it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's coming or not. But um, especially if you've already got a paratrooper in there. I don't know. Uh, Viper Scouts notes that Ripcord uses the same body. So okay, that, cool. that explains that explains why you're designing a new body because you're already using it twice. But um, that Dragonhawk Wild Bill was pretty wild. Was cat was, was flight suit accurate, but cowboy hat. Just right there we go. So there, there, there's Tim Peterson. Yeah, helping us out. Uh, the Locust was uh, in, in 1990. There was a little helicopter, the Locust and the Real American Hero, and then the Locust in 2000 was the was the repaint Wild Bill or the repaint Dragonfly in tan. Yeah, I got the Teddy two, Roosevelt Wild Bill. Yeah, I got two left engine covers with that, <laughs> and I wrote to to Hasbro. Uh, the next day, I wrote an email saying, hey, can you send me a right engine cover? I'll happily send you the extra part. And they said, nope, we're already done. We're not making any more, so we don't have any laying around. I was like, ah. Did you ever track that down and fix it or take I it have, back? Or? I have not. I hmm. To this day, I still have a Locust with two left engine covers. Ironically, I bought two Locusts, kept one in box, and like a year later, uh, there was a toy drive at work, and I, I donated it. Sorry, dude. Now that was the one too. It was probably the one with the two right engines. Probably some yeah. kid is out there crying. Right, but you but you kept the Sonic Fighters Apache. That's right. I still have that. I just I just taped it on messily with scotch tape, and I have it fly on a list. Most of my stuff has has been kept in pretty good shape, but that Sonic Fighters Apache broke a rotor. Like one of the top rotors snapped. Like I needed more reasons to hate that piece of shit. And <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to buy the replacement piece because it's kind of spendy, right? They didn't make that many yeah. of them. Nobody's selling one rotor. Right. Well, see if you can find the Ring Raiders version. Right. And then and and to his credit, uh, because I did uh, I did a little uh, I helped a little bit, a very little bit, uh, on Valiverse Wave One. And Bobby Valley gave me that replacement rotor for my uh, stinking Apache, nice. which is great. It's the best kind of gift, right? The thing you would never buy for yourself. Yeah. So kudos to Bobby Val. Oh, too far. And then, of course, slide 30 here. Uh, the Dragonfly funds at 10,000 units. That is done. Check. Uh, stretch goal number one is Night Force Ripcord. You can see him in the picture. He funds at 13,000 units. That does not appear to be too long before that one falls as well and that gets us into our other stretch goals we got another figure coming at sixteen thousand, and a third figure coming at nineteen thousand, and that's that's the fun part to speculate on uh so we know that there's too much more coming or too too much two more figures coming so i ask you gentlemen and and if you uh, want to play along at home by all means get your guesses into the the live chat or, or put them in a comment down below or just just uh, 
let us know what you think those two figures are going to be. But we'll start with you, Rack Time, Rob. Who are those other two uh, stretch goals going to be? All right. Um, I'm thinking that with a Night Force Ripcord that maybe we get some sort of sub-team variation of Airborne, even though he was never in a sub-team. Oh, but neither was Ripcord. Uh, so, and maybe we get Lady Doc. Okay. Would be uh, an easy reuse of the Lady J body, that's for certain. Yes, it would. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Renteria asks, uh, would Ripcord come with a parachute? He would come with like the web gear backpack parachute, like you can see in the picture there, but not an actual parachute. Yeah. They would have shown it, I'm yeah. pretty sure. <laughs> They'd have been bragging on that one. Yeah. By the way, ever ever tried the Halo jump out of a helicopter? <laughs> it's um challenging. Not recommended. Yeah. He's actually a Halo jumper. High altitude, no opening. <laughs> yeah. Right. Maybe he just jumps off the skid. I mean, that's why they have the uh, the side panels on that canopy, right? It you doesn't it. open up top. It, it opens on the sides. You see a lot of helicopters at 30,000 feet? Just saying. Look, Wild Bill, he'll he'll uh, he'll bring a thermos of coffee and a real heavy coat. What can I say? I, again, not hating on it because I love this thing, yeah. right? But <laughs> not do it as the ballsiest paratrooper i ever seen jumping out of a helicopter. But good for him. That's what the winch is for. They lower him down, and then... Yeah. So, I'm sorry, yeah. Rob, you got Airborne, and you got who? And Female Doc? Yeah. All right. Mark Mark Weber. Airborne makes too much sense, and I'm not sold on uh, Airborne being a, a mainline figure. He's a B-minus fig. Is that selling too short? I liked him, but in the yeah. overall pantheon of Joe, eh. But he's great here. He fits here perfect. And I don't mind if he's not first. Um, and maybe maybe they kept Ripcord as the first one because there's less tooling overall, right? Like the figure itself is kind of Bill or a lot of Bill. But anyway, Airborne, I think, got to have. And then the third one, I don't have a specific name, but I bet it's a Cobra. I bet it's a bad guy that they're chasing down or something like that. So I'm going to go with some sort of Cobra operative for the third thing. Hmm. Okay. Uh, my picks, I, I think female doc is, is, or I think you talk about just fitting into this spot. I think, I think Carla Greer fits into this spot. She, that is a niche character that fans are going to love. I think Carl Greer main, you know, original doc, I think he's popular enough that he'll show up in the main line. Mm-hmm. I think Airborne is probably popular enough. If they're going to do him, he'll show up in the main line too. Because you're not wrong. He's kind of a B to B minus, but mm-hmm. that's kind of where we're at, right? Like, I, I mean, if you're not going to make new figures, yeah. Right. Com- compared to like all the other figures that have been announced that we know are coming, like Doc, Airborne, Alpine, like these are, they're about the only ones that are left that had any kind of an impact whatsoever uh, as far as just main, you know, mainstream type appeal type, type guys. Um, and, and so I think, uh, I think, uh, you know, second doc is, is a, is a good solid pick here. And I think lift ticket is a solid pick here because lift ticket means you have another pilot. And if you're going to buy a second one, you got somebody to fly. Mm, it. That's not a bad call at all. Oh, you already got Flint. Sure, you got Flint, but you're not gonna have Flint fly a helicopter. How about Zap? Nope, we're not doing <laughs> we're not, 
Like Zap comes with all kinds of fun bazookas. You can do Zap in the main line. That's true. But he flew a helicopter. He, he, yeah, and he used to fall off his bike a lot. But, sure but lift ticket's not happening. Like you're not doing lift ticket unless lift ticket is coming with something that flies. Yeah, that's true. So uh, unless they plan on pushing out a Skyhawk like they did in 25th anniversary, I think this is a great spot for a lift ticket. Man, I watched the cartoon. Anybody could fly a helicopter. It ain't that hard. <laughs> Like shipwreck. shipwreck. Timber, was Timber was flying a dragonfly at one point. <laughs> Little paw on the stick. <laughs> With his head hanging out inside the cockpit. Right. Well, that's why they have the, the side on. You know, so I can... Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Junkyard, land that copter right now. Bad dog. Yeah, like every, everybody was a co-pilot in the, in the dragonfly at some point. Because everybody... Whatever, it's the dragonfly. You're you're manning guns and missiles as a, as a co-pilot. You're you're operating weapon systems more than you're being a co-pilot. So, <laughs> Firefly has a really good point here that, that yeah, I don't think they there, can there it is. Uh, lift ticket's primary specialty is punching people and losing his microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, weird weird thing. That's the one really obscure piece that I still have from my original collection from when I was a kid. Never lost mm -hmm. lift ticket's microphone. Mm -hmm. And I used the, I was, I was a dragon. I was rather, I was a Tomahawk kid, right? Like that, that damn helicopter always came out. Still never lost that microphone. I remember there's no good way to pack that up. So I just left that out in our yeah. attic at home and bend. And uh, like after a 10 year gap, I went back to see it. And every one of the rotors had bent like spaghetti <laughs> in like, in like a way you wouldn't have expected some up, some down, some well, yeah, it's in the attic. So there's days where it's it's sitting at about 160 degrees. No, nah, it's Oregon. We don't get that hot. But... Yeah, you do. Mm, yeah. yeah. In the Maybe in, in the attic. In an insulated attic in the middle of the summer. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And then just gravity doing its its deadly work, like it does yeah. to our knees. <laughs> Terrible. Those are my picks. If you've got uh, some choices, by all means. Throw them in the chat. I, we prefer you leave them as a comment down below because uh, that really pushes things along in the, the old YouTube metrics. More people you get, to, the more the more interaction you get, the more people see your video. So that's what we're that's what we're going for. I am there. so I am so excited for the dragonfly. That was one of my favorites as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Dragonfly is pretty awesome. That was I like I Christmas '83. I was so thrilled to get that dragonfly. Uh, Hank Perry asks, uh, oh, I, sorry, comments moved. Hank Perry asks, would they do Ace? Uh, I think they would, but we'll see. I mean, they did. I mean, she's got more personality, but they did cover her with no Wolverine. Right. But who so. cares about the Wolverine? Like the Sky Striker is kind of a different, that's a different beast, right? Like people yeah. want the Sky Striker. Mm. People want the Wolverine out of a sense of obligation. People want the Sky Striker because it's the Sky Striker. Right, but you might feasibly get a Wolverine at some point, right? You right. ain't ne you ain't never get. No, we ain't striker. never seen a Sky Striker. Yeah. Sky Striker would be the size of my car. Right. No, ironically, it would be through Haslab. It would be pretty expensive, and it would be the same size as the original Sky Striker. Right. Uh, Tony Renteria says Footloose. I think Footloose would be a mainline type of character because you can do all kinds of fun. He has gear him up. Gear, yeah. Like Footloose would be not not that Footloose is this long-standing, you know, imprint character or anything. Yeah, mm -hmm. he is kind of in the UK, but 
he got a better run on the cartoon than the comic books. Right. And and you could put all kinds of fun stuff with him. You can do the the machine gun and the the law rocket and and you can really gear him up. So I, I think he'd be a fun mainline release. The best Footloose thing ever is that four panel comic of him and Doc where he goes, Footloose, you failed a drug test. And Footloose goes, I ate a bagel. And Doc says, You failed for heroin. And Footloose <laughs> says, It was an everything bagel. <laughs> Well done. It's a uh, uh, Firefly notes that Ace would have no government property to waste recklessly. <laughs> I mean, they let anybody fly a Sky Striker on that cartoon. They let Destro fly. Like they let Destro fly at once. G seven M nine W is hoping for airborne and dock. Uh, Jay Toygo says, starting to think it's going to be two brand new G. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with Mark on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. But <laughs> I mean, he is new here. And, and, you know, we're talking like, Oh, no way they'll ever do a sky striker. Well, I mean, a year ago, we just, we were all saying there's no way they'll ever, there's do no a, way they do a dragonfly. Dragon but... Yeah. But we, we, we did I'd have to a, buy a house. That we did be just buying a sky striker. We did give it the caveat of saying the dragonfly is big, but it's not hefty, right? There's not a lot to it. It's more long than big, so right. we didn't. As I recall, we didn't completely crush it. We still thought it was a real long shot, but right. like we and could confidently say, "You're not getting a tomahawk, right?" Yeah, because the tomahawk's just as long and twice as wide, and right. at least eight hundred rollerblades. Not getting it. Uh, Andrew Galgan says, uh, "New female pilot and airborne." Uh, Walter McLeod likes Hector Ramirez with camera accessories to ask 20 questions as an ad hoc. <laughs> that would be neat. A little specific, but neat. Uh, get a get get a shipwreck in there to fly, crash your crash your uh, tomahawk. I hope they put out Hector Ramirez and Honda Lou as a two pack at some point, so we can not sell to anyone and we can stop listening to that suggestion. <laughs> I I would buy a Hector Ramirez figure. I would. Yeah. I would. So, so you got if nothing else, he's a guy in a suit to to push around. Yeah, they could tell Max and Zaymot business attire him pretty quickly, but right, dude, dude in a suit, give him a Hector Ramirez head to go with your Tomax and Zaymot heads. Sold. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> but um. Matt O'Brien says, uh, HasLab 2026 Tomahawk, and I want an apology from Mark. Yeah, well, keep, okay. All right. Keep waiting. <laughs> you might get that Tomahawk, but you're never getting that apology. <laughs> nope. Look, man, I'll apologize for any of it. I'm happy to be wrong about cool stuff that comes out that I'm not expecting. Yeah. Um, I'm not apologizing for nothing. I'd have to be wrong first. I thought I was wrong once, but I was mistaken. Uh, WC Culbert could be a female chopper gunner. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, Beta Ray Bob yeah. says barrel roll would be a nice stretch goal. I, I totally forgot about that, that there's this unnamed Joe, right? Yeah. For the second spot. And they did that on right. the HasLab Sky Striker. So that, that's a good call. That was, yeah, a, maybe we get that. That was, I would good, love that. That would be fantastic. New character. If I have to be wrong, I'm willing to be wrong about that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm crawfishing because somebody uh, someone pointed out in the uh, in the uh, chat that Hawk said new a couple of new recruits, couple of new recruits. 
right? So yeah, I mean, throw, that throw my Cobra thing out. Line, but yeah. I've, I've been drinking. Throw that one out. We're uh, yeah. Rachel I'll go for Cobra. Rachel Salinas has helicopter mechanic gaucho. Ooh. <laughs> All the parts are there. Yeah. You know, can't, can't laugh that one off. It, that'd be an easy one. Yeah. Uh, Mass Sergeant is Vintage Dragonfly. Gets my vote for co-pilot new character tier. Same vein as the Haslab Sky Striker. That's a good call. Yeah, good that'd, call. Be a, that'd be a nice idea. Good call. There you go. There's it, what, what's I'd on. I've forgotten board. about that. Yeah, stepping up their game tonight. It's about time the G.I. Joe team got a real Master Sergeant. Oh, boy. See, now you're going to get us all killed. Start just fights. Poke, just poking the bear. Uh, why do I keep hearing people say bomb strike? Is she synonymous with the dragonfly? No, and I don't know where you're hanging around. Um. <laughs> named named after Dwight Stahl's daughter, though, and Dwight still at Hasbro. So just say. Look, I'm not saying she's never going to happen. I don't. I think she's probably like she's popular enough or important enough to the modern comic book that she might get a mainline there too. She's somebody you can just kind of give all kinds of weird stuff and. And make a figure out of it. I mean, she's a forward observer. She could be calling in, you know. Right. You could give a her a strike. You know. Yeah. You, you, there's 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 some versatility with that character that 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 lends itself to being a single release. Um. Uh, Viper Scout says, "I think Mace was a master sergeant, and he had a rocket launcher on his helmet." So yeah, no. it's actually yeah. pronounced Marseille. Just saying. <laughs> Which would fit in with having a rocket launcher on your helmet. Right. That's, right. That's, he didn't He didn't make it out of the 90s alive. Uh, I'll stop him with my helmet gun. Somebody should have animated him running into battle, firing that, and dying immediately. That would have been hysterical. There's a head being removed from his body and quick. Yeah. Like that, that scene in Iron Man where the Justin Hammer armor pivots yeah. 180 degrees. Ah! Ah! And of course, uh, that's, uh, we're presented tonight by uh, the three three D GI Joe three D printing podcast. Uh, who are also happily bringing us Chunky Tank Kitty and his Meowler Tank. Um, you can see the whole battalion there. They will be available for ten dollars a piece at the Mark II Design booth at Joe Fest this weekend. So your chance to get your very own Chunky Tank Kitty, just like I've got on my desk at home. Oh, look at that! Pew pew. Here's your guy, ten bucks, painstakingly hand painted. So if you're gonna maybe leave him a tip, mm -hmm. uh, our boy uh, Michael Kleppinger, he will be the guy selling Chunky Tank Kitty. That's awesome. You got a map here. They are on Table E. It is right by one of the entrances. Uh, so if you walk into Joe Fest, look to your right. If you see Chunky Tank Kitty, you're in the right place. If you don't, you're at the wrong door. Try again. That that's good for Mike, but that is just bad floor design, right? Like the supermarket, you keep the milk in the back, right? Right. Can you imagine the right. you the dog pile there's going to be right at the door? You make people walk past everything to get what they want. This is Man. coffee territory. Mm. This, this is gallon of milk territory. Man, but anyway, there's going to be a backlog at that entrance. Uh, Tony Renteria asks if we will be live this weekend at Joe Fest. No, we will not no. be there. Uh, Michael Kleppinger will be there selling Chunky Tank Kitties. Not for long. No, no, no I, hot stuff, baby. Yeah, I, th I think he. I think he's only gonna have to work for about two minutes. Mm -hmm. If you see him, get him. You better limit that to one per customer. Somebody's gonna try and buy them all. Yeah. Uh, also at the uh, Mark II Design booth is this classified Python claw. 
As you can see there, that is compatible with your six-inch Python Patrol figures, uh, which Mark did not buy at Target. They are mm -hmm. exclusive, exclusively available at Joe Fest there at Table E. That's outstanding. Uh, that is that is some quality work. I don't even like Python Patrol. And then uh, they're also doing head scans. They'll they'll get every, whatever you want for three and three quarter. They'll do six inch. They'll do Action Force. Uh, they'll do classified. They'll do uh, whatever that bigger scale one is that I can't quite read because it's way too small on my screen. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, they will do the scan there at table E, and then they'll they'll send it to you later. So you you want to you want an actual real attempt at a selfie series yeah, type? Say, it's like it's like the selfie series, except it looks like you. Right. It's not this. It's not you. Just your your basic coloring put on top of some doughy dude's face. Mm -hmm. Uh, Michael Kleppinger says, just like Chick-fil-A not being open on Sundays to be kind to other restaurants. I don't think that's it. Uh, yeah. But Chunky Tank Kitty won't be available until Saturday morning to give all the other booths a chance. And to let Mike paint all the eyes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Finish painting all the eyes. Uh, and of course, they, there is a uh, 3D uh, G.I. Joe 3D printing panel. And that is happening Saturday at 11.15 until 12 in the Lamar room. Lamar. Lamar. Uh, Joe fan 84 says he can't make it there Saturday. I can only go Friday. Well, you know what? You're going to have to negotiate that with Michael Kleppinger. What's out of our hands. Some of us can't go at all. Right. Say. I ain't going nowhere. Mm -mm. I can't get the, uh, the variant chunky tank kitty with the, with the painted on visor, as you can see in the top corner here, the mocat. Yeah. He's got a, he's got a Steeler visor. I know I'm a Steeler guy too. That oh. hurts. Let me get the uh, let me get the let me get the logo out of there. But you can see his little his little Steeler helmet. Yeah, he's his little it. kitty ear sticking out of the top. He's a killer, man. Cyclops is right. I mean, no, but no. We'll, we'll let you have that one. Maybe if there were a whole bunch of Cyclops <laughs> from like alternate universes, <laughs> no one would see that movie. Clops pool, yeah. People like Spider-Man, Mark. You can more than one of them. You know what would be even better? You know what's better than Spider-Man? Eight billion Spider-Man. I agree. I don't mm. think there can be too many Spider-Men. So good. There's Irv Spider-Man. There's uh, Steve Spider-Man. <laughs> um, Spider there's Ira Spider-Man Felter. Right. <laughs> uh, he's he's the accountant for the group. Haas Spider-Man. Haas and Little Joe Spider-Man. <laughs> Brad Armstrong as Arachnaman. There's oh. all sorts of good stuff. <laughs> if that shows up in the sequel, holy crap. So good. You're in at that point. You, you're, only, not allowed, you're not allowed to talk crap about it at that point, Mark. It's the only time Brad Armstrong ever got over. Right. Arachnaman. Arachnaman. <laughs> and, they, and they sued him out of it. <laughs> Dude, Joe Fan 84 is all over it. Cletus, right. Spider-Man, Joe Bob, Spider-Man. Vance. Billy Bob, Vance Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, David Allen says uh, Cobra might take over the Haslab. We can get a fag with a Cobra paratrooper. That ain't happening. There, there's no way they're putting a whole other vehicle on this thing at two seventy nine ninety nine. Maybe we can get if they didn't add a tow thing to the to the hiss. They're not putting a whole other thing in the helicopter. Maybe we can get an MMS to hang from the bottom of it. <laughs> 
There is no chance there is another vehicle coming. Look, a jump jetpack is probably out of the budget at that point. Yeah. Uh, Matt O'Brien reports 11,003 backers. Bet we get Ripcord by Thursday. I, I think Ripcord's coming off of the table before the weekend. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, Jay Toygo does note that that's a good call. They could use that base body to make a paraviper. It's true. I don't think this is the place for a, a, para, a paraviper, though. I think that's actually a base body. Right. <laughs> base. 369. Peace. <laughs> anyways we're running out of time so if you got some a question or two real quick we'll go a little long tonight because man there was a lot to talk about just a little long mm-hmm. uh, mark's got work to do uh, but in the meantime um we do we do have a segment we got to take a pass on what we got in in general uh but hey what the heck There's 82. Uh, there's two more on the pile. There's 82. He's he's pretty pristine. Uh, he's one of the better ones in the in the collection as a whole. 81. He doesn't have his ammo pack, and he's getting a little bit cracky down in that area. If you know what Ooh. I'm saying. Uh-oh. So he got uh, he got a quick repair job with some with some glue, uh, some some gorilla glue, just a little drop in there to help help strengthen up, mm-hmm. uh, keep him sound for his wedding night. Strong like wood. <laughs> Strong like ox. Like and, mighty uh, oak. He's sticking a crutch because of all the gorilla glue. Right there. That ain't gorilla glue. Does something special happen for actual beachhead number 86? Uh, look, man, maybe. Feels like it should be dipped in gold or something, right? That'd be cool. That would, that would really defeat the point of having, you know, just having one that reduces to a molten pile of slag. That's a good point. You dip him in gold and he falls apart right, right. away. Right. So Doug Dello's like, my dogs are looking at me. Like, what's up, man? It's time for treats and bed. Man. Sometimes <laughs> we're we'll looking on the dog all the time. Record, we are technically not late yet. Um, um, uh, Diana Davis notes there's tons more Joe stuff. Of course there's tons more stuff. It's hot. Red hot. And they just teased a new movie. It's not going away for a little while. There's look, there's lots of source material to draw from. God forbid we get into new stuff. Come on. Everybody that's crazy. That's crazy talk. Okay. Do the Joe Colton breathing there. Mm. It uh, worked, apparently. Andrew Galgan asks, uh, do you think there'll be a surprise fourth year if it funds early enough? Yeah. Uh, if it happens, I don't think it's going to be anything big. You know, maybe some blast effects or some some more blast effects or maybe some extra guns, something like that. But I, I don't I don't see it being anything of a huge note. My initial reaction, I think, was what a lot of people's was was I thought it would cost more. Right. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Hmm. No, I mean, like, if we never get another tier on that thing, I still feel like I'm getting two hundred seventy five dollars worth. Right. Yeah. The, well, the first- now, granted. With shipping, shipping and everything, you're talking three twelve. So mine was mine was still under three hundred with ship with what? Uh, Pulse member. Yeah, he, oh, he's yeah. A, he's a premium, so he doesn't get charged for shipping. Uh-huh. But, um, re- look, Pulse Premium is if you buy make one other purchase plus this, that's your fifty bucks. 
Yeah, it's my but it's my dumb semantics. You're originally probably let that go. On that one. I should probably let that go. Uh, Hans Chow is a man possessed. Uh, classified Mauler when Mark can use his sources. You know what? We, uh, uh, hell, two weeks ago we just we'd have just laughed you out of the room, but at this point, eh, eh. yeah. The, and the, the reason why I still have sources is because I don't ask that kind of thing. <laughs> so, Look, I'm, I'm just saying, let's let's see how many helicopters they sell, and then we might actually start, we might be able to start talking about tanks. I, we said before, or I said, that I thought, you know, Mauler Mobat was the absolute ceiling for size they could feasibly even consider. So, and if you think about, if you took the, if you took the dragonfly and broke it in half, right, for amount of plastic, yeah, maybe that's where you're at tank wise, at least for you know width and length. But uh, Dave Allen reminds me I'm missing a lot of beachheads at Joe Fest. I I know it's all right. There's there's a million and something of them out there, so I'm I'm not I'm not that torn up about it. I got friends in uh, important places. I got a fence. Mm-hmm. I got uh, I got Kokomo toys. I got Roma collectibles. I got people. Did we did we do the Kokomo toys thing tonight? Oh no, we didn't yet. Uh, but uh, Jay Toygo says I've got to do something when I get to hundred beachheads. Yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. It'll it'll, it'll be something there. Uh, real quick, let's go ahead and get that uh, Kokomo toys spot while you guys get maybe a question or two into the, the the chat. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. GI Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana. We are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. Um, So now we're talking, uh, everybody's using their advanced modern marketing degrees to talk about price point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to try to avoid that conversation. Uh, Michael Miller asks, "C is next, right? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Battle Barge, right? Battle Barge, uh, Battle Barge v Devilfish. That is the 2024 Haslab bottom line, right there. Hydro Sled, baby. <laughs> Hydro Sled versus uh, Killer Whale Ejecto Sled. Yeah." <laughs> Cobra night landing. <laughs> really inflatable. <laughs> um, Joe Fed 84 says with the 100th beachhead, throw them off the roof with parachutes. No. Uh, that is a flat no. Only if you want to watch adult collectors run over children to catch right. the parachute. I'm not, yeah. yeah, no. And they'll find us. Yes, oh, they will. Us. There are people out there that are legitimately angry thinking that I'm driving up the price of beachheads. It's not like a, that guy who collected that crappy baseball player from the Mickey Mantle set. Right. I'm not Brilliant. I'm not that not quite at that level yet, guys. I'm I'm really not. I have a very there's a, a line, a price line that I go mm-hmm. to. I have not crossed it yet. We are at 80 something and counting. Uh, and that line is lower than you think. Right. Um, if you're uh, gonna be mad at somebody, be mad at Adam Riches for piling up all the royal guards right because for everyone he gets that means he orphaned a globulus and a nemesis enforcer out there that nobody wants (laughs) 
I mean, let's be honest, nobody wants a Royal Guard either, except that. Except for Adam Riches. Yeah. Piper uh, Scout says Piranha with a better color scheme. I disagree because there is no better color scheme than the Piranha. Hmm. Um, I really I like the Piranha as is. So I I, I mean, cool. I, I'm glad he likes the Piranha too, but hmm. not making fun. I'm just I'm saying it. I dig Cobra, it. Cobra Rat now with floor. <laughs> <laughs> ah, take all the charm out of it. It's a stretch Co- Cobra Rat now demigo eyes. Stretch goal. Ants Chow asks if you could pick four smaller Joe vehicles to be produced, uh, two Joe, two Cobra, uh, in classified scale, what would they be? Rack time, Rob. Uh, armadillo and a Skyhawk. And let's see, on the Cobra end, I would go Fang and... I'd say the asp, so I can it can be towed by the hiss. All right, so, really so kicks asp. Three three of those are kind of beefy, but uh, fang fang I could see happening in fairly short order. Uh, how about you, Mark? I wouldn't. I mean, I don't count it small, but there's not much to the MMS. I kind of think the MMS would be cool and and potentially doable. Uh, the claw, uh, that claw in white, the one we saw the the python yeah. was awesome, but the claw in white would be real slick. Um, Silver Mirage, just because I want one that doesn't fall apart. Uh, <laughs> it's a motorcycle. Uh, Sell that at retail. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with the ass. I like the ass. Aegis said produce. It doesn't mean that they can't be retail. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm gonna go Road Toad, Coastal Defender, mm-hmm. um, Bivouac, and Adder. That's what I'm going with. The Adder. The Adder was great, but it was shitty in turns. <laughs> it didn't corner well. No. <laughs> you could drift the hell out of it, though. Yeah. So, um, and you guys, by all means, if you uh, have any answers to this yourself, go ahead, pop them up in the in the comments uh, down below. There, remember, battle bear. You're catching, Ooh, yeah. You're catching us on Facebook tonight. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. Uh, if you're catching us on YouTube. Uh, give us a give us a like, subscribe to the channel, uh, and, and do all the cool YouTube things. Share us in your social media, and uh, and leave a comment down below. Uh, be sure to check out our other social media down in in the uh, the comment section. There, uh, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, uh, we're we're on Instagram, and, and uh, I forget where else. We've got a coffee account. If you got a few bucks laying around, we added a coffee subscriber in the last week. So thank you to Justin Tubi for getting his name in the credits at the end. Um, appreciate that. We're up back up to an elite eight. Uh, we're looking to maybe build that into a nefarious nine because anybody supporting this show, a little shady, a little shady. Yep. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's about it for, for us here. Well, let's do a real quick shout outs, uh, rack time, Rob. Well, of course, shout out to the, the new happy parents. Ooh. Which ones? Joe and Wes. <laughs> <laughs> and of course the studio audience it's viewers like them that bring this channel fine quality programming to you every week right new blood this week too a lot of new blood yeah, came out yeah. of course we had a we were into the one teens yesterday for the the live reactions with me and brian which was surprising because don't you people have jobs mm-hmm. uh, and back at the one teens again tonight so uh, thank you. It's a that's a big big surprise, and we're we're got some good momentum going here. Uh, 
Uh, Mark, your shout outs. Uh, well, one, let me share the screen because we got a shout out my boy Troy Smith from the channel. If you can see it right around here, baby. Love it. You only die twice, right? It's a line from the boys. You die twice when you actually die and when someone says your name for the last time. So, Troy Smith, I'm digging it. Thanks for uh, for keeping the spirit alive. The ghost of Weber shall haunt those halls forever. Uh, and then uh, I'll keep it short. I was going to tell a story, but we'll save it for next time. Uh, one of my best friends, uh, Greg Rivers, uh, passed away on this day 27 years ago. Gone way too soon. Wow. So, to Greg, you're the man. All right. Uh, I will uh, reiterate my shout out uh, for, or Rob's shout out for, for Joe and Wes and their extended family on the inclusion of, of new little mango habanero. Um, give a shout out to everybody watching us on at, at home, whether you're doing it live or on recording, <clears throat> you're catching us uh, on video or on audio through Podbean or any number of fine, uh, wherever you get your, your podcasts, uh, fine podcast distributors. Uh, we appreciate you. We, we thank you. I want to give a shout out to our, our friends, our sponsors at Kokomo Toys, uh, to our good friend, uh, Hood of Cobra Commander 788, Brian Lower, who, who leads into us each and every week and, and doesn't seem to mind when we, uh, when we, uh, when we, when we start late to, to yeah. let it wrap up. But anyways, uh, that's what we got. That's what we got tonight. We're, we're gone long. We got to let Mark go and do his work. That's it. That baseball ain't going to play itself. I mean, it would if you set it up that way, but whatever. Yeah, but then the Yankees would lose. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then what happens Sunday? Andrew Guy. I know, up. right? Ugh. Hit the damn like and subscribe buttons. Please feed the YouTube algorithm. Um, as our friend Vagon likes to say, stay safe and if you can't, be careful. Uh, have a great rest of the week. Again, uh, give us your thoughts in the comments down below. Keep this party train rolling even when we, when the, the party is long since ended. Uh, but hey... Have a great rest of the week. Go support your local dragonfly. Yo, Joe. We need to find out where those are. Beer. One more time. I'm a beer. Beer.